Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 114 for February 6, 2010. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Privetier, here with Michael Tidwell. It's me. Emmanuel Marino. Hi, hi. And Anna Marie Newfield. Or not. <laughs> Who's currently <laughs> on mute. <laughs> Ready to bring you another fun-filled podcast of RPG inanity and insanity. We, li- inanity. we like to comp- inanity. It's like if it's inane. Nah, no. Like, I'm playing a game this week that's inane, but we'll get back get to that later. So, um, game with Scrabble. You have to, you're probably trying to spell it. That's why you're looking at it. I up. already already did my move in Scrabble. Okay. It's your move. My Michael move. and I've been playing iPhone uh, Words with Friends, which is free and very fun. Because he's too cheap to buy the actual Scrabble app. But, oh, yeah. it's not. Why? Why always have to say that? Why? 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 Mostly because it's true. Mostly because it's not. <laughs> I just want to play real Scrabble. Can't do that. What is wrong with this? Is this bad? It's got the power-ups in the wrong locations. Power-ups, the double this words, triple words. This is how much I don't words. know about Scrabble. I'm like, I have no idea that the table was made. It's better than Literati. I'll give you that. Uh, Scrabble okay. is more than a set of rules. It's an experience. <laughs> is it now? <laughs> I wasn't aware wow. of that. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Let's start with some feedback <laughs> from the last show. Um, just one issue I want to touch on. Um, we mentioned that Arcanum was up on good old games last week. It said you should go download it and such. Um, and I noticed that a couple people in the thread mentioned that they did, you know, were thinking about it um, or that they enjoyed the game. And I just wanted to plug out there for anybody who took us up on that. And maybe it's too late to tell you this because of one of the requisites of doing this, but I, I've added to our delicious links. So if you go to um, delicious.com slash rpgamer slash what, 114. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, you can see a link to Arcanum fan patches. There's, I've got two threads there, just in case one the links break or if you want more info. Uh, they're fan patches that they made to fix a bunch of the bugs in the game, to add uh, high-quality town maps, high-resolution textures, high-quality music, which you may not need, but uh, all stuff that can enhance your Arcanum playthrough. But you should note that you need to apply them like before you start a new game. Because it can break, some of the patches will break your save game. Some of them won't. Um, anyway, it's all there for you to go through and research, <clears> and <throat> you can find more Arcanum modding and information than you ever wanted. And then go if you want, uh, if you really want to find a lot, go look into what they've got for Baldur's Gate Two at some of these sites. Oh my gosh, they just people don't let these games die. So this most recent patch was December twenty eighth of two thousand nine, which I'm amazed. <laughs> that they keep it going this long. But uh, go check that out if you want to find more things to bring your uh, Arcanum a little bit up into the future. Okay, moving on from that. What do we got? Uh, how have you guys been doing this week? Busy, busy, busy. Grew. Grew? You remember, you were always it like, It is what? dark in here. You will soon be by a group. Oh. Mm-hmm. What, do you have anything to add to that, Mike? Do you just remember when, like, you're like, boy, I hope someday you're busy at work? Yeah, I do. Yeah, boy, I've been busy. Oh, really? Yeah. I noticed you haven't been telling me about playing Aeon that much, so. No, I haven't really played Aeon that much. Wow. I actually have to do work now. <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> <laughs> it must be hard for you. It's tough. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, I'm fine. Are you get, can you tell us about what you're working on yet, or is that nope. still secret? Secret. How many years we got to wait for that? Uh, less than one. Oh. Less than one? Is that how that works? Well, you gave me years. I mean, we're going to have something this year. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. No. Good enough. Um, <laughs> so, so is everyone uh, getting ready for second Christmas? No. My goodness, no. What do you so, mean by no? Because you're behind. How can you be ready? I mean, it's like <laughs> need all you can do is stuff money after in March. I know. All you can do is stuff money under your mattress. Hmm. Even if I buy all the games, it's like I don't have enough time to play them. So seriously, yeah, my cable company just sent me two fifty dollars Visa gift cards as a reimbursement for signing up with them. So. I can use that oh, to help stem the tide. I'm sorry you put up with it. Here's some money. No, it's just um, it was part of the <laughs> offer. Sign up with us, and we'll give you money back sort of thing. So if you had to like uh, pin it down to like five games, let's just assume you only have time for five big epic games. What well, would what's you pick? coming out? Um, let's oh, go. Final 13. Fantasy scene. Well, 13 definitely one. All right. <laughs> Anna, oh, Anna can't do 13. Oh, poor thing. Wait, what? Can't you do thirteen? <laughs> if you had to only pick five games that are coming up in March, you know, second Christmas, what would they be? Is what we're talking about. And most of us are saying thirteen, but I'm assuming you can't do that. Why can't she? It's play not that I can't. It's that I. Oh, that's right. It's to. on the 360. I, f- I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. It's still yeah. PlayStation game. Oh no, the game that I can't play on the system that I have. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep thinking it's a PS3 game. Um, there's no way to do like a full upcoming thing on our site, is there, Mike? For all consoles? all systems. No, not really. <laughs> oh, no, there isn't. We need to fix that. <laughs> oh, there. Wait, there is, but it's not public. Ah. Oh, okay. Well, I've got half a March here on the front page, so you have to help me. Pokemon comes out. You getting that? Uh, yeah, I got Heart Gold on pre-order. Yeah, me too. Heart Gold. Okay, so that's two of the games. And are you doing Pokemon? I'm still deciding. Still deciding. Okay, Yakuza three. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to pick that up and it's going to go in the pile and <coughs> I'm going to have so much fun someday when I go through 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> I just saw the most track. recent... Tra- what I love about that game is that I just saw the most recent trailer and it seems to get more brutal and violent every single time. Like like the big feature of the new Sega trailer is the fact that you can jump, stomp on someone's face repeatedly. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's I'm a excited. I can't wait for that one. Hmm. <laughs> no, just all joking aside though, it, it, it should be a lot of fun. The fact that you have like karaoke mini games and it's going to be a lot of stuff to keep you busy. All I right. have karaoke mini games. It's called Rock Band. Well, that's not yeah, really a mini game, is it? Yeah, but you don't get to see a bunch of old, old uh, what's it called? CD Yakuza singing uh, pop songs from the 80s. Why see, do but I I've already done to? this. I've done this in real life. I don't need a mini game for this. You went to karaoke with a bunch of Yakuza? I went to, I went to a bunch of, I went to karaoke with a bunch of older, drunk Japanese dudes, and we sang old 80s songs. Yes. Yeah, but were I they missing this. pinky fingers? What? No. Were they wetting pinky fingers? They were missing, missing them. No, 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 they were not no. missing their pinky fingers. One of them played the Japanese flute, though. Oh, cool. <laughs> in karaoke, really? Um, in the restaurant. Uh, so we met in the restaurant. And then they dragged me out to karaoke afterwards. And I almost turned them down, and I thought, um, well, I shouldn't turn them down. I'm never going to get to do this again in my life. So. Right. <laughs> It was so much fun. All right. So that that's my only issue with Yakuza 3 is when they do stuff I've already done. It's like, oh, been there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah girls girls it. It. This isn't so exciting. <laughs> okay, maybe. Did you do any hostess bars? No, I didn't do any hostess bars. That's for the return trip. Me and Michael okay. are going to go do that. Hostess bars. I think that's where they serve you hostess cakes, right? You get like uh, Twinkies and stuff? No. No, no it's no. where beautiful women pretend you're interested. Oh. 
Oh. Yeah. I was hoping beautiful women pretended they were tables. I thought That's I already had that happen at work during meetings. Oh. <laughs> That's harsh. Yeah. Oh. oh, that makes me sad, though, yeah. almost. <laughs> they're doing it to you at your work. Assuming there no. are any women who work there. We don't have a lot of females at work. Yeah, we don't either. Not not in my team. We do in the company. We don't, we don't have any in my team. We, we do in the many. company, and pretty much if I have a meeting with somebody from another team, they don't care what we have to say, so they are all pretending that we're interesting, and that's where the pretty girls are. So, yeah, that, that's how it works out. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. Why can't we leave? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's really bad when you can watch them saying that to their friends and hear it all across the room. What's really sad is they would <laughs> no. rather... Go back to work and listen to you. I know that's the, that's the depressing <laughs> part. I've had that. I've had that thought before. <laughs> All um, right, uh, Lunar is coming out. Is that one of the five? I'm gonna pass on that one. Ah, wait, what? He's gonna pass on Lunar. I thought you had Lunar. You, Chris. Me? Yes. That's a, this is just a demo. Songs? This is the demo. Oh, okay. The game isn't out yeah. yet. March second. So we got half a month to go story. yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm passing on that one. I'm buying it. Ah, all right. Especially after hearing half the voice actors, it's like, nah, I'm good. Oh, they're not bad, are they? Well, no, they're I'm not bad. They're just not it as safe. much for me as for Ian because he's never played it, and he will play games on the PSP if I say, "Here's a game you should play it." Do you have a current PSP that you can hook up to the TV? Oh man, no. Oh, My dumb. PSP is maybe 2000. I think it's actually late 1000. Okay. Well, if it's 2000, it is. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they changed that much. Yeah, the 2000 is what added TV. Okay, I don't know. I'll have to. That's what we and my, me and my. Remember guess. where I've put my yep. PSP, which is probably on Ian's desk. Of course, Advice, ours also has ours also has Cloud and Sephiroth and. And Zach. Zach, that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> and the other guy the dude who died I don't remember his name <laughs> he doesn't he's not dead <laughs> sure oh no he's dead <laughs> I know he is it was a large sword <laughs> alright um, we got more on that story later actually um, so it's interesting really? to bring that up yep more about Final Fantasy 7 uh, oh, okay. so what else we got like, coming out in March sure, really? yeah what else is coming out in March uh, and then show in the chat has an interesting top 5 list uh, oh. Along with FF13 and Yakuza 3, he uh, he or she, um, and then Shulman listed uh, Fragile, Infinite Space, and Soccer Wars. Ooh, Soccer Wars. Yeah. Michael already has that, so he's cheating. He's got I, our have it, I have it, but it, it's not finished. You, yeah, I have it. The comment, oh, yeah, you were listening, and you're like, oh, how come the good voices showed up? I can't shut up. <laughs> you know what? Fragile seems really interesting. I mean, that, that almost fell off my radar for a second because it's on the Wii, but... I forgot about Fragile. People were very excited about Fragile. I yeah, have to look like, into that. Com- comes out March 16th, the same day as God of War 3. Is it getting good reviews, I wonder? Um, how did it do in Japan, I'm wondering. How many people here are buying God of War 3? I, I am. am. So to- Not only that, I'm buying the Ultimate Edition. Me too. I've got it pre-ordered from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's a cool. I got my codes in the mail. <clears throat> yep. Hey, what can I say? Peter Weller does the documentary. That's enough reason for me to get the collector's edition. Peter okay. Weller, nice. 
or anything. Sorry, I got a Are we all looking tank. up fragile how it did in Japan? No, no I, just, I, had a, <laughs> I got assaulted by a large feline, so I had to take care of that. Um, hey, I thought, yeah, I thought only I did. Did you play yet? Play what? Scrabble. No, I'm doing. I'm hosting a. I'm hosting a pod, podcast. I do. I do it every week. It's called RPG Cast. I don't know if you've heard crazy. of it. That's going to delay you from playing Scrabble. I know. Life. It's it's hard to do both at the same time. I did it. What's your problem? It's like, yeah. You also play Ion. So of course, I also came up with Eat. So you know. It didn't really so I, I'm asking you. I'm asking what else comes out in March, and no one's able to give me a good oh, answer. Oh, uh, a Strange Journey. SMT Strange Journey. Strange Journey. Hmm. Now, this is one where I w- it was not on my list, and now I think I'm going to add it. Really? Why is that? Because, because you finished the other like SMT Century games? That um, I would really like Strange Journey, and I didn't really know anything about it. So I'm definitely Have you finished Clash of Heroes? No, I'm bored with it. You're bored with it? Wow. Okay. It's, it's like, let's take the same idea and do it five times with different critters. I'm like, you know what? This kind of gets boring. Is that a so, shared opinion, Anna? No. Oh, Michael, you're wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I like it because I find it's such a neat method of storytelling. But I mean, if you're not digging what? the separation and having to start over again, then yeah, I can see that. It's the same problem Dragon Quest Four had. It's the same problem. It's just like this. Whoa, is whoa, not... whoa, whoa, whoa! Problem and Dragon Quest in the same sentence. Yes, I've already told you how much I didn't like how Dragon Quest Four did their story. Wow, it's amazing. Oh goodness! Isn't it like five hours in the beginning, and then it's all the normal story? No, it's like ten to fifteen hours in the beginning, and then ten hours to finish the game. Oh, it's the majority of the game. That's like a Dragon Quest I can handle. Both four and five are twenty-five to thirty hours. Wow. I told you this before. You can probably go back and find it on podcast. I, I know. It's just it's hard to accept <laughs> after Dragon Quest Eight just beat the heck out of me. Just only a hundred and three hours. I know it just didn't end. <laughs> oh, I, that's, I found how that fragile. Was, I found and then when I finished, I wasn't done. You know. <laughs> no, then you could go and kill the <laughs> and get the real ending. <laughs> Super Saiyan nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So what have you seen, Manny? Oh, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I found out how fragile. <laughs> Manny, you know how the, you've been on this show before. You right, need interrupt. to interrupt. You mean <laughs> to, and you need to. <laughs> oh, uh, let me see. It, it I was given a thirty-one out of forty by Famitsu. Which one? Uh, fragile. Fragile. Farewell, ruins of the moon. He got a forty-one out of forty. No, thirty-one. Sean out of Cooper 40. went and reviewed it for him. No. Oh. Ouch. Thirty-one out of forty. That, that's not too bad, is it? It's not bad. We got no, some other absolutely. we got some other Famitsu reviews coming up later on in the show. Wow, this Clash of Heroes looks interesting. I should probably check it out. Oh, no. and if you're interested in Fragile, uh, if you pre-order a GameStop, you get the the soundtrack as a pre-order bonus, the full soundtrack. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. What do we get yeah, for pre-ordering? With, with Heavy Rain coming out this month, Ian's now going. Hmm, maybe we should get a PS3. Ooh, Dude, Heavy Rain. Heavy so bad. Oh. Because he really, 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 really liked um, Indigo Prophecy. Indigo right? Prophecy. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I, I think that he's sunk like 60 hours into that game or something ridiculous. I didn't know you could. Yeah. I didn't know it was that 60 long. 60 hours was well, huge. No, it's, it's not 60 hours long by any stretch of the imagination. The main game is like 10 to 15 maybe. Okay. But, I mean, I think he restarted five or six times just exploring like the first you know, 30 to 45 minutes. And then there was a lot of times where he'd save at a branching point and then do the different branches. 
you can't do that. The guy who makes uh, Heavy Rain says, I only want you to play this game once. <laughs> uh, Have you heard uh, that? I have it, heard that. Yeah, that is, that is indeed what they're going for with Heavy Rain. They want you to experience well, once with your choices and not break that the game. It kind of scared me with, like, I was reading something on the some forums about how someone needed a save for Mass Effect 2 because they didn't like the choice they had. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, I can make that for you. It only takes 20 hours to play Mass Effect 1 now. And I'm like, wh- why is 20 hours now acceptable to play something for a story you've already had? Why can't you just play it once and be happy? I, I think gamers claim they want consequences in games, but when they actually have to deal with it, they don't. they're kind of uh, upset. You know, it's one of those things where, like, if I really cared, I had a save file, I'd back up 10 minutes and do it again. I mean, you know, you have something in Mass Effect, oh, you know, wait, I didn't like that choice after all. You reload the save, you do it again, you get over it. Uh, you know, we always, it's, that's the problem. You want these mature stories where you have to, where the choices you make actually affect the world, but then when they affect the world in a way you don't like it, then all of a sudden this game sucks and you have to restart everything, right? Yeah, I know. Just it's kind of crazy. I mean, can't you just deal with the fact that everything wasn't perfect? No, all my people need to live in Fire Emblem. <laughs> Fire Emblem's a different story because <laughs> if they don't live, you'll go three stages down and realize you needed that person. And go, oh, cool! I'm screwed now. <laughs> so so harsh. Uh, well, what do you true. think do you, about consequences in games? I love it. I mean, except for like where I was trying to, I wanted to kind of see, but I didn't really want to take that action. That's when I would do a reload. But if I did something like, and oh, this was an undue consequence, I kind of just roll with it because I'm like, oh well. The same for you, Anna and uh, Chris. Hmm. What was the question? Oh, about consequences in games. Even if you made a choice that you don't like, do you stick with it? It depends on the game. I mean, I don't know how much we can talk about Mass Effect, but that's my best example. And it was Even like Dragon Age. There were a know, few choices I wasn't too happy with. If it's Fire Emblem, <clears throat> I'll go back and redo the map. Other games, I'm more or less ambivalent. I'm, well, hardly I'll any play other Vandal Hearts again so that I can get the different ending. But I didn't like make a decision and go back and make it again. See, okay. um, when I play a Bioware game, I'm if I. If I choose badly, I will usually reload to a quick save and try it again until I get the... Actually, lately with Mass Effect, I would actually do most conversations multiple times just to see how it would go if I wanted to do it badly. Like, oh, this see, is the right I, I, answer, because it's easy to tell in Mass Effect, top is good, bottom's bad, but um, right. I, I want to see what happens sometimes if I went the other way. <laughs> you just ask me. Hmm? You can just ask me, because she is a hardcore bitch. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I know. That's what I've been doing. I'm at like 65% Renegade now. Nice. Yeah, I am so... It's like I even told uh, Ashley what she could do with herself. Oh. <clears throat> spoiler. <laughs> what? It's technically a spoiler. Not really. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you meet somebody and you tell them off? That's a spoiler? Yeah. No, that you meet the person at all. Oh, too bad. <laughs> too bad. Just pointing that out. I'm just Spoiler, glad it attention. might be old people from your old story that you'll meet. <gasps> OMG. Unacceptable. <laughs> All right, so how does this work? If I want Soccer Wars with the pre-order bonuses... And stuff. Yes. I got to buy it from Rosen Queen, who for uh-huh. some reason has lost all of my old order history. <laughs> I love that. I website. have it pre-ordered on Amazon, and it seems to have all the crap. 
Okay, because Rose and Queen, I have to pay for one day Rose, priority Rose mail. Rose and Queen has more stuff in it, I believe. I have to pay one day priority mail, $10.70 to get it shipped. And it's What? Our, that's your only option? That's your only option. What the? No, wait, I could do UPS. Let's there see. you go. Let's see what's what's the UPS option. It's one day priority mail, oh, anyways. UPS option, UPS ground for twelve eighty three, or next day one day air at sixty two dollars fifty seven cents. That one, go with that. Yeah, one. <laughs> is awful, by the way, dude. I, and Amazon, I get next day shipping for three ninety nine because I have Prime. But you really don't Wait, need it. They're next not going to give you release date shipping. Um, I don't know. They don't do it with every game. Ah, no. Okay. They won't because it's typically a uh, based on no. It's based on if the pro if the company can guarantee it's going to be there. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not release day shipping on Amazon for this title. Let's see. What do you get? You're Um, not going to play it that quick anyway. I understand that, but here's here's my question. (laughs) At least he admits it. What does this one come with? I don't know if this printing comes with the Japanese version or not. They all do. If it's PS2. I thought it was only like the first run or something. If it's PS2, it's Japanese. If it's Wii, it's not. So I don't get a poster and an art book by going through Amazon. That's kind of important. The art book's kind of cool, I bet. So I have to pay an extra $10. Yeah. Well, is it worth $10? You're paying an extra $10 for a swag you don't care about? Or do I'm paying an extra $30 for a God of War Pandora's box, so... I may as well yeah, you gotta send me that box. <laughs> Anna really wants to open Pandora's box. I do. Did you pre-order while it was uh, only uh, ninety bucks? I did. Smart. That's that's why I went with Amazon. Decided to get it later just because of that. So. All right, so I guess we should kind of get on to the news. Oh, so I uh, guess really quick, I think I'm decided. Uh, we never did Yakuza go three. Finish the number of games oh. coming out in March. Are there? Oh. Yeah, go ahead, Nate. Let's I was Manny, you go ahead first. Five. Yep. I was going to say uh, Strange Journey for sure, okay. Yakuza 3, and mm-hmm. then uh, Pokemon Heart Gold, that's 3. Yeah. I'm going to skip FF13 for a while. If Whoa. I pick it up, I'll probably get on the cheap. Whoa! You're going to pick what? up Final Fantasy 13 on the cheap. When is this going to be? Like next year? Yeah. No, um, hit platinum for probably 10 by to the get fall. greatest hits, it only took like less than a year. Less than a year? Yeah. Because I remember, well, like... Look at Modern Warfare 2. That's still full price. I think it was nine months, yeah. and it became a greatest hit for All Final right. Fantasy so I got to wait nine months. It, it was ridiculously short. I'll be we... honest. I got plenty of things to play until then. Yeah, yeah. but Final Fantasy 13. Oh, yeah, and the, the new Ace Attorney with Edward is coming out. Yes! In March? Don't tell me March. Yeah. Ugh. I oh, that's, that's when the uh, Miles Edgeworth Prosecutor Chronicles? Yes. Oh, fragile and fragile. So those four, and then I guess I need one last one, one last big RPG. Hmm. Can God of War count? <laughs> no, but you can count it as a big game, and that don't count. All right. Hmm. So I think those are my five. I apparently didn't get the five. That's too bad. Fair enough. I don't. I I just don't have enough money to afford five games in a month right now. That's okay. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah, Adding Strange Journey was like, uh, crap. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't on your list that you gave me of your games that you're yeah, getting in the first half of the year. Neither was Mass Effect 2, but I figured right. that one out. Chat room, did we miss anything important? I see Agarest War, which I don't yeah. know that any of us are going to jump on. Just cause <laughs> as nice as the packaging is, I don't think it's going to be good. I don't remember. Say what? Do we cover Infinite Space? Yeah, we cover Infinite Space. 
Yeah, I, I did an interview with them. It sounds interesting if you like building spaceships. And I like gummy ships. Spaceships and lots of... No, you Story don't. Story seems a little... You don't like gummy stuff. ships. That's you hated Kingdom Hearts. That's all I did in Kingdom Hearts was oh. play build gummy ships. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there more of that in Kingdom Hearts 2? Why haven't you played that? Because I'd have to play Kingdom Hearts 2. More Disney. Ah, I'm dying. All right. I guess we didn't miss anything else. So Infinite Space. Um, I, I don't know much beyond that, though. Even with the interview, it's like... Sounds like it could be interesting, but they didn't tell me any really good specifics. I think the weakest point of that game is probably the story and the voice acting, from what I've seen. In Infinite Space? Okay. Yeah. I didn't. Where did you see coverage of it? Where can people go to I check it out? I saw their their latest trailers. Oh, their latest trailers? Do we have those up? No, I don't Go to game do. trailers, then. <laughs> That's fine. No. I, I admit it's some just... sites do things better on the site than we do, on the web than we do. Amazing, like a, a I trailer I mean, site. Might be better than this so what's that, Manny? It's very Robotech space opery kind of thing. Robotech space opery. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure what to think about that. That could be good. Could be. Could be I... scary. <laughs> All right. So go check it could that out. Be. So that that's our that's our Chris, uh, Christmas two preview, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there's more Second stuff coming Christmas. out. Um, I think the. Digital copies of Puzzle Chronicles will be out next month as well. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to be very busy. We'll make it very hard to do anything in March. Okay. Yeah, so. I think we'd all be better off just letting these games stew for a while and drop in price. I can't. Well, let the problem th- is, is it's like Ian normally buys me a game for Valentine's Day, and this year, like nothing came out in January and February. Normally, like, one or two games drop at the beginning of February, but mm-hmm. I'm really excited for it. And this year, they all got pushed to March. So no D- a Valentine's Day edition of Dante's Inferno for you? Uh, <laughs> is there a Valentine's Day edition of Dante's that? Inferno? <laughs> that is would the... be an awesome Valentine's Day gift, show. Is there a Valentine's Day edition? Just put a heart around it or something. Just put a heart around it. The red <laughs> ribbon, you know. <laughs> Valentine's Day... <laughs> DLC I love you so much, I want you to go to hell. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say that. <laughs> That's awful. Oh. We'll figure it out. We'll There's a local out. shop that they're having a really big sale this weekend. They have DSIs for 50 bucks off. Wow. Wow. What, what's that the name of the shop? This is not Shop um, of the Future? No, this is a uh, uh, gamer's... Gamers something, hang on. Are they used? Gamers Igloo. Ga- sorry, Game Deals. Game Deals. Okay. If you live in Vancouver, in the Vancouver area, it's at the Commercial Skies train station. Hmm. You get off and Are look they... for the giant Nintendo controller. Are they used? No. They're new. Okay. <laughs> Skype out. <laughs> something ah, something happened there. <laughs> that, Ian caught so hard it died. Ah, is that what it is? All right. Sorry. Fair enough. No, they are new DSIs. Oh, I forgot a big game. Isn't uh, what's it called? Monster Hunter. Isn't that coming out in March? Monster yeah. Hunter Try. That's right. <laughs> no. I've been yeah, no, 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 no. So I guess I should get into this now. Then I've been trying. Excuse the pun. Um, Boy, has she been trying. I have been trying to make myself understand appreciate, maybe even like the Monster Hunter series. I have been trying, I've been using the Monster Hunter Freedom Unite demo on the PSP. 
I've been watching the tutorial. They put up four tutorial videos overdubbed by, I think, four of the Japanese producers of the game or something like that. Um, I've been reading the Encyclopedia... I want to say Dramatica. That is not right. It is the <laughs> Encyclopedia Gigantica that they put up. It's a site to help you understand Monster Hunter and not suck at it. And I've been looking through an FAQ. And holy crap, is this game just so freaking involved to do anything. It is so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. Tom Tom Green on our staff has been enjoying the PSP game lately, actually. Um, so he was able to figure it out somehow. Uh, it is... Take the take the NM take the notorious monsters the massive notorious monsters out of Final Fantasy XI. Combine it with the lack of a health bar of the monster, <laughs> and pretty much no real indication for most of the fight that you're doing anything good. Make the monster beat you up a lot and and only have three dies three deaths before you have to start the level over and he everything's reset for that monster. And limited potions. And basically, you need to learn how to pattern read what that boss is doing to you, how to dodge it, um, how to make use of traps to to subdue it, and basically spend per, up to like an hour just fighting the same monster until it dies. That's Sounds monster great. Where hunting. do I get started? I know. Well, you know, I, I figured I was just doing it wrong, and it, it shouldn't be that slow. No. And I realized, no, apparently it can be that slow. Though, uh, looking yeah. on some YouTube videos, um, a monster that took me 38 minutes to kill on the PSP demo takes other people six and a half minutes. So because they actually build up their equipment? <laughs> no, that's they're playing the demo. So <laughs> they have the same equipment as me. They just know what they're doing. Uh, the last demo I played from Monster Hunter had full shops and everything. You killed the small oh, no. monsters. Nope. Got the, nope. Got not the this demo. And... Not this demo. You, you oh, have a box. You have a box full of stuff that you can kind of get. You can pull out a trap and some rations, and then you go at it, and hopefully you don't huh. suck. It's all about dodging of... and and knowing the patterns and being good at. It, it, as the FAQ writer put it, the thing that gets experience points in this game is not your character. It's you as a player. <laughs> It's about you leveling up, you getting more ability points, you getting more experience points. And, like, the guy did a good job selling Monster Hunter for what it is. It's just, man, who is that appealing to? <laughs> Crazy people in a lot of ways to do on the train. Yeah. It sounds like, a, what's it called? Uh, it's definitely one of those strategy guide games. A game built around owning the strategy guides, several versions of the strategy guides. Are well, existing on- even a strategy guide can't make you good at this game. It could just tell you what to watch for and, and hopefully help you try <laughs> to learn to dodge it. But you still have to actually learn these things. It's like so, a Castlevania boss. you got to figure out the patterns, only it's a lot harder. So it's once like any you beat platformer this- boss. Yeah. Mm. Once you beat this giant monster, did you feel any sense of accomplishment after that? I felt tired. Uh, <laughs> it's 40 minutes long this accomplishment is it's over I don't have like, to do it anymore uh, I was glad I finally killed one because I tried that demo back in May when it came out and I just I tried him twice and like the second time I fought that boss I ran out of time because it's a 50 minute time to fight <laughs> and I just I gave up on it in frustration then so I was glad I improved some and figured out you Wait, know, you through all my re- minutes is not an improvement um, com- compared to going to 50 minutes and not killing him and getting a uh, game over oh. Oh, 50. I thought you said 15. No, no, 50. It's a 50-minute time fight. So Okay. Good job. <laughs> I, I felt a little better that I was actually able to kill one, but when it came time to actually try a second one, it was like, I don't know that I want to do that again. That sounds awful. At, at first I thought, well, maybe this is just the demo. Maybe if I'm able to like level up my equipment and stuff, it would make things easier. And just the reading I've done doesn't give me that impression. <laughs> Sounds no. like it's it's hard no matter what, and you have to learn all this stuff and become a great hunter. And 
the the online I think could help with a lot of it. Just having people to to talk to and and figure maybe they can handle certain part of the attacks and just being you know multiple people on one monster. But it's hard to do online on the PSP version because you need to set up one of those ad hoc parties. And I don't know about you know the Wii version is going to have internet online, so that could help. Well, what about um, but, the yeah. the game they gave you the the party game that the PS series has? Would that work? Yeah, that's ad, ad hoc, hoc parties. parties. Yeah. Oh, is that what that's called? Okay. Yeah, it's called ad hoc party. Uh, yeah, that could work, assuming there's anybody in the U.S. still playing on it, um, <laughs> which is questionable. Uh, mm. uh, maybe there is, especially with, this is where you especially have with Try like coming out soon. And, you know. Yeah, that's what you need, and I don't know that there's going to be any. So has Capcom you? USA oh. confirmed whether we're going to have the the online fee for playing? That's I don't know. Uh, in the Japan, the 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 version on the Wii has an online fee you have to pay in order to access it. Would you actually pay for it though? Um, I'm sure I'd give it a try for a month or two if there were people trying it and everyone, you know, it seemed like a good game. I'm not sure this is a good game for me. It seems no. really hard. Um, it, what I thought was interesting, though, is there's an MMO version of this that's out in the PC in Japan, and this game feels like an MMO. I, it just feels like that's what it's supposed to be to begin with, so that's that's a better fit. And we just had the news story like a week or two ago that it's coming to the 360 in MMO form, also in Japan. Um it seems like that'd be a better fit for it. I don't know why they're bothering with this Wii nonsense at all, honestly, but I guess they said they didn't want to go to PS3. That was too much development cost, so they went to the Wii instead, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I don't know how that's going to work out for them, but okay. Mm-hmm. It seems popular in Japan still. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's, that's, that's my thoughts on Monster Hunter. Um, I'll move on. No, I'm too sure a lot of people try. feel the same way. Yeah. I played one of the demos, and I just did not get it. It was like... How can this be fun? I, uh, it's just so popular in Japan. I want to understand it. I like usually stuff that's popular in Japan, or at least I thought I did. You like and Dragon Quest? Yeah, Dragon Quest Eight was a great game. Yeah, it's easy to see why Dragon Quest is popular. To see well, why you Final keep Fantasy making fun of it. Like I can't. Oh, it's just really. It, it was really long. It was. So <laughs> it just wouldn't end. Well, but you it was don't just, hesitate. It just to wouldn't say end. But they did such a great job with the soundtrack in that game, and, the, and the, it looks great. It's a, it's a wonderful game. Um, you have to answer that question though. What? You you don't hesitate to say, oh yeah, I'm getting Final Fantasy 13, but Final Fantasy 12 was just as long as Dragon Quest 8. No, it wasn't. It was for me. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not I'm not doing all the I'm not doing 12. all the side monsters. Remember? You have to do all. Well, no, the side monsters took 157 hours. Oh, okay. Wow. Only. Well, Yasmat itself took about seven or eight hours. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That bad? No, I, you're talking to someone who's beaten Persona Three and Persona Four. I'm, I've I've given in to dealing with long games. It's just uh, I prefer if they weren't so long. <laughs> Especially and we can start second. It's like twenty hours done. Yay! That, that might be a bit too short. Um, good to no, hear that. Good to hear that. Uh, White Knight Chronicles is only thirty hours long. <laughs> right. Will you be alive by the time you're done? I don't know. <laughs> See, it may bore me to I, death. I, I fully read the reviews, and everybody's like, well, yeah, the single player is kind of boring. And I'm like, the single player was never the point in this game. Yes, so. it was, Mike. The, 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 ad, the online was not added the, not secondarily. Not in the second release. Not in the in second this release. Version, it's all about the online. Okay. Yes, um, I realize the original one didn't really have that. But you know, when you've like, got oh. my, Mike, Mike. Hi, hi, hi. This is meant to be a, a flagship single player role playing game. It is. That ain't even happen. in this release. Um,. I, I picked it up on Tuesday. Has anyone else picked it up this week? I, I heard the reviews, and I heard what you said, and I just got turned off by it completely. Yeah. Um, 
God, my this game has terrible voice acting. <laughs> it's it's and it's not it's bad writing is what it, it's just a bad localization overall. Uh, mm. I picked it up on Tuesday. I've been trying to play it, and it is boring as all get out. <laughs> it is so generic. The the graphics for a PS3 game, I expected so much more out of this, and I did not get it. So I will need Square to fix that for me next month. Um, yeah. Somebody who knows how to actually make good graphics. Shiny graphics. Uh, it, it, well, it, it's just kind of disappointing when you see, like, you know, I, I don't need you to do something amazing, but at least couldn't you use a better resolution texture than that? I, seriously. It, it, it's mm-hmm. to the point where it's distracting. It's not that the game needs good textures to be good, but then you, you try and look at the rest of the game. You're like, oh, the whole game is kind of feels the same level of care as the textures. It's just kind of flat and 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 generic. It's like a bad anime dub is what it is. And it's just a, an, an uninteresting story and an uninteresting battle system that's really slow and uh, feels like an MMO battle system, except um, just the way they've done it, it feels slower than an MMO battle system, which is not good. Until you put in the combos, except the combos require no skill at all. So... so- the way this oh, oh so go ahead Manny I was gonna ask so the story is basically uh princess princess kidnapped go save princess yeah yeah mm-hmm. it feels like Mario um all right <laughs> but except um you can transform into a giant suit of armor for a lot of the important boss fights actually I guess you could do it in any fight um so battle system uh is it worth trying to describe the intricacies of the battle system it is kind of the point okay uh, I don't think it is but. Okay, I mean, so, no, I think that's just one of the selling points was it has this super awesome combo. So uh, no, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> what it has instead... <laughs> well, it did, it did when we played a V3, man. All right, you so remember? you buy skills, mm-hmm. and you can, you can level up skills in each of, like, eight different categories, uh, depending on the weapon, like sword, longsword, bow, white magic, black magic. Uh, they call it different stuff. So you have the, you decide where you want to specialize your character, and you can do as many points into each area as you want. Um, and then you have skills in each category that take up action points and skills that don't. So the skills that don't take up action points, you use them on a monster, and it'll give you an action point that you can then use to use the skills that do take action points. The action points carry over from battle to battle, so you can spend a lot of little battles fighting little crap, just generating action points. And then you can do bigger skills that take those action points, and sometimes uh, magic points as well, and, and execute those in the battles that you think you need the better skills for. Great. Um, the problem is the way skills are executed is you're waiting on a timing meter that's on the right side of the screen. It's a circle, and it, the circle has to fill up to completely full, and then you can input the command and execute the command. Um, it doesn't let you queue up a command before the circle's full, um, which would just really help because you're just sitting there waiting. Is the circle full yet? Okay, slash. Is the circle full yet? Okay, slash. It's, it's, like, it's like manually controlling an MMO auto attack system. Which is not fun. It gets old at very quickly. Um, okay, so ignore that for a while. It, what you can do is make custom combos. Like, I'm going to build a custom combo in the menu. I'm going to put this this low action point skill, this middle action point skill, and then end it with this high action point skill. Or I'm going to bunch a bunch of low action point skills, or whatever you want to have in your combo. If you do that, you wait for the meter to fill up, and you hit, do this combo, and then it does the first move, and then you pound X when the, the circle lights up again, and if you miss it, uh, the combo fails. But if you hit it, um, which you can also hit by just pounding X like a madman, so there's really no skill here. So you, you hit X for the second move, then the third move, then the fourth move, and it uses up all those action points that the moves took, and you did a combo, and you killed the thing in one, in one go instead of having to just hit slash and wait 
hit slash and wait. So the combos really improve the flow of the battle when you have action points, except that then you have to go back to the low crappy moves to build up your action points again, which is not fun. So it's like this give and take system, which is like, it gets old. It's just, it's, it's, it's more monotonous since you're doing it all the time than like drawing in a sense back in Final Fantasy VIII, in my opinion, but I don't know, drawing. No, drawing, a... you could just get a sandwich, so it was okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you could get a sandwich here, too. Um, I don't have to wait for an you X. Could, you could just, just get a no, sandwich. You, you could just pound X. I mean, there's no penalty to pressing X early, so, I mean, you could watch, like, one reviewer said they just watch YouTube videos while pressing X during some of the fights, um, <laughs> which is sad. <laughs> Which, I'm thinking by the not. way, that's how the that's how the the suit of armor battles work. So in the suit of armor battles, so like you you charge up to seven action points, you can summon your incorruptus, which is your big suit of armor. All right, I'm going to kill you now, and that goes through your MP. So the suit of armor has a, a limited number of MP, and you have moves that cost different amounts of MP. And when you run out of MP, your suit of armor goes away. You're back on foot, and you have to charge up again to summon it again. Okay, um, so there, what you usually do is you lose use a low MP move and just do it over and over and over and over again, and that's where the reviewer started watching YouTube videos, which so far the battle system not impressing me that much. I'm very early in the game. Maybe it gets better somehow. Um, given I read some reviews that didn't seem to mention that, I'm not hopeful about it. <laughs> um, what else to say? All right. So that uh, crappy battle system, crappy story, crappy graphics. Uh, sound is okay. I enjoyed the sound. I enjoyed the intro video. You know, I thought they did well on that. <laughs> if that matters. Um, online, though. Um, online is where this game shows some promise. You're right, Mike. Um, so you can you can play online with your friends and or with strangers. Of course, if you do it with strangers, it might be like it happened to me where half of them abandoned me halfway through the quest, which was not fun. Um, and then quests that you've unlocked, you have to play really? this. Yeah. Uh, one, one time they, we all did it together and it was great. And one time they abandoned me halfway through. So how it works on the online is you get quests in game. They're like guild quests to go kill monsters or do a scenario. Just like you pick them up throughout the game of Final Fantasy twelve, right? So in this mm-hmm. game, you also have these guild quests that, that you unlock by getting higher guild ranks and completing missions and just progressing the story. So once you get these guild quests in the single player game, you can go and start them in the multiplayer game. Um, mm-hmm. Or join other people who have unlocked them as well in the multiplayer game. So you go online, this really clunky interface that I won't try to describe. It's just awful. I have heard the lobby is bad. It is terrible. There's just all these home pages and stuff that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, you can just search for a room with people at your level and, and hope for that. Otherwise, just get some friends and organize something and maybe leave it open and then some random people will jump in and maybe help you. Um, and, and so you get into these, these quest scenarios which happen in places you've already been to and you go through and what I played looked like those quest scenarios could be pretty fun because they're not you're not worried about story. You're not worried about anything. It's just, you know, go do these prerequisites and then have a boss fight, right? So that should be mm-hmm. fun enough at least. And that feels really like an MMO, um, except it's a it's not massive, I guess. So it's just an MO RPG in that case. And that I've done a little bit of that. I'm not really high enough level to try out really any of the good missions or, or, or go very far with it. Um, it looks like it could be good if you have friends to play with, maybe. And you can get money out of that. You get guild rank out of that uh, and a bunch of things to help increase, um, just to help your party and your single-player game by spending time online. So in that sense, if you really like the multiplayer aspect, you could do that to help, um, instead of grinding in the single-player game, you're essentially doing your grinding in the multiplayer game Mm -hmm. and leveling up your in-game character. So there's one character you make as soon as you start the game. You make a character that represents you. Um, That character never says a word in the game. (laughs) And um, 
he's very very creepy. He lurks in the background and cutscenes, and he's just creepy. kind of along for the route, the ride. He's uh, doesn't have a relationship with anybody. He's just like you are the new guy. As the game starts, you, you just started working at the same place that the main character started to work at, um, and that's that's pretty much your role in the game. But you can end up be by way of this online stuff. You, that character can end up a lot higher level and stuff than the in-game characters. So, yay! I, I hear the character <laughs> creation is probably one of the best parts of the game. I didn't enjoy it that much. I tried to make him look like me, but you know. I don't know. Well, that's why really, I heard it was really detailed. Yeah, it's detailed, but who cares? What is what is? I don't understand what's fun about detailed character creation. I'm, I guess you I'm missing Patrick out. Patrick Stewart. What's wrong with that? Oh, is that what it is? I should have made Patrick Stewart. All right. Or, I, or for you, probably Conan O'Brien. But yeah, know. no, I should have tried to make Conan. I could have probably done a good Conan. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Now tell me that's not fun. Yeah, tell me that's not fun. Come on. Well, it was so easy in Rock Band 1 to make a good-looking Conan O'Brien. It was. I was impressed how fast you made it. It was so easy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, All right, fair enough. Uh, I guess that's all I want to say about it. It sounds like I'm just ranting more. Have you started making your own town yet? Yeah, I did. I I made a Georama, and that also, you know... that. I don't have enough money to really get into it hardcore at this point, but um, you... All right, so I didn't play Dark Cloud 1 or 2, so I can't compare to those games. And Sean, that's what people want me to do, and I, yeah, I can't do that, it. That's what I want to know. I want to know if it's fun to make cities. It's like, I can know, tell you Cloud. how it works, though. Um, you buy parts from a vendor, and you drop those parts into, the, into, the, into your little city, so you can buy houses and farms and, and gardens for people to work on or metalworks for people to work on, you know, various different that's places. slightly more in-depth than Dark Cloud 2. You can buy different shops, put those in there, and then you go around the cities of the game, and you recruit people to go and put into your Giorama. You can have up to 20 people in there, and it's weird. So, Where do you recruit them? You just t- there's people in the cities that have a different color chat bubble above their head. Oh. And um, those people can be recruited to go into the Giorama. So okay. what happens is you, you, make a, you make... So say I put a house in the game. And that house um, needs somebody to live in it. I put the, the first guy I put in there, he's the foreman of that house. And that's basically... And then everybody else I put in there helps add to that person's stats. So if I put a farmer in there, I want to fill it with other farmers that are going to help give him a boost to his... One of the stats about farms, uh, like flower growing, for example. And then I want to put a garden out there, and all those people are going to work the garden. And I guess they're going to give me flower-related materials, which then I can then use to like enhance my weapons and stuff in the game. So it's and like you can this. Also it's, sell them, I think. I can probably sell them and stuff too. But it, it felt to me very early on. You know, I haven't gotten into it because it looks really in depth. Is <laughs> is I have to go ahead and and basically do all this work in the diorama just to help the item creation system, which is then going back over the item creation system or modification system, I guess. You take an item and you combine it with money and items that you found in the game or, I guess, through this Giorama service, and then you can level up those items. Now, mm-hmm. I have not gotten any items out of the Giorama service, so maybe I'm messing that up. So, I, But that's what it looked like that was going to happen. I was going to get items to mod my weapons. So maybe I'm missing something there. So I just want to well, throw I, out that little disclaimer, but that's what it felt <clears> like. My understanding by reading other people's reviews is that it really has to, you have to get into it. You know, if it you just start like off, it. yeah, you're not really going to get much out of it. Because if you just but... put a farmer and two people, it's not enough. You need to, like, get a, get a stat up to 10 for it to actually 
give a bonus to what your Giorama is going to produce for you and the stuff that's available. There's also stores in the Giorama that by leveling up the Giorama, like makes those stores better. Apparently it's like, right. And then you're like, okay, you tell your friends, I got this, you can come and buy it. And yeah. Come and buy it so I guess if you wanted to, and... but you can't trade with other people. Can you not that I've seen? So it's what not you like you do is you're building it through your town. Yeah, so but it's like, not like I everybody can work together on one town to make that town better and have better stuff available to purchase, though. No, but let's say you somehow, you know, you get a really good weapon. Yeah. You just invite your friends over to come over and buy it. Okay, so apparently and one town should be well, like I've the farming armor. town, one town should be like the weapon-making town, one t- town should be like yeah, the armor-making town. Yeah, otherwise you just search other people's towns and see what they have. Okay, fair enough. That makes sense. That's very complicated. <laughs> that is so Japanese. Well, yeah, this is this is one of the things where I think it's going to be cool if it's executed. But like you're saying, if it's kind of hard to figure out where everybody is and what's going on, well, then it might and just be like... And keep interest in the game to be... Future, if but... you don't want to play the game to begin with, are you really going to bother with this stuff? Some people are saying yes. I read some of the comments on like the one-up yeah. reviews, and they're like, this is the point of the game. And I'm like, really? This is the point of the game. Okay. Is to have online Dark Cloud 2. Well, it's, it's the only point of the game because the, the main part of the game apparently sucks. <laughs> I'm fine with that. It's like I, you, I just if you can't... made a better part because your original part sucked. I'm okay with that. I okay. don't care what the original part was. But, what is, having... but here's the thing: what is the point of leveling up in this secondary sim for? It's to do better in the main game. That's the whole point of it. No, so it's it... to do better in the online quest you're doing with your friends. Uh, okay. Uh, what I read from the reviews: the people that like it are like, yeah, you know, the online's the cool part. You can play the story if you want, but you know you're not missing anything if you don't. Mm-hmm. The point I, is to have a. I don't on. understand why you don't just play an MMO instead. Honestly, it seems uh, like Aeon would be a more fulfilling experience than this. You can play White Knight Chronicles next year, and I'd have spent three hundred bucks on it. Okay, but like if you are going to play MMOs, it seems like you may as well just keep playing your MMOs. To me, except I can't own a town in an MMO. <laughs> Do you need to? I like building towns. I, I like want to MMO that has like this play, place I enter, and it's like this whole Sim City environment, and I just build all my stuff. That'd be well, awesome. The, you want a town simulation game? There are better games for that. That's online that everybody can come and visit. Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> Ran out of crap to do that a long time ago. You didn't buy the, buy the Wii version. It's the same game. I know, I know, I know. But you can visit the city. Um, I'm trying to think of what is. It's basically you need Little King Story to have online. Yes. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And you could come and kill my wolves for me because I don't want to. <laughs> you need to boot up your Wii first. I have to turn on the sensor bar thing. and I lost the stickies for it. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So I can't stick it. See, before I could just lay it on the TV because it had the big CRT and it didn't matter. The thing would take like three feet before it would fall off. And now I've got like four inches. So if that thing moves, off it goes. I'm like, mm. dang it. I don't have the stickies for it anymore, so I have to go find something. I think I'm going to use Velcro. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> that was boring, huh? So enough White Knight <clears throat> Chronicles, I think. I think we've... Uh... I'm going to be interested to see what other people think of. And And once you get in there and we start playing online together, maybe we can like it better. But honestly, my attempts to play this game just result in me falling asleep. Well, your your results in playing anything result in you falling asleep. Uh, Not Mass Effect. Usually Mass Effect I want to stay up too late for. White Knight Chronicles puts me to sleep. Okay, Wednesday was different. I had got, just gotten back from gaming. We had some and good beer. Belgian, there was some good Belgian beer there. A lot of chili. I was I had very three sips of beer, and suddenly I was sleeping. No, three bottles. 
<laughs> oh, three bottles. I'm yeah. surprised you could drive. Um, I was able to. Mm. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. <laughs> it made me. It made me wonder. Hmm. Should I be next doing time? That? I'm going to do two bottles. Is what it told me. <laughs> uh, better than next time. I should have had a cab. No. Oh well. Okay. Fair enough. Leave the leave the car there. Probably a good idea. Mm. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> All right. Play Final Fantasy 13 instead. <laughs> drink and play Final Fantasy 13. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> in uh, in Final Fantasy, so apparently Final Fantasy 13 coming out in March. By the way, in case you don't remember, March 16th. March 9th. Uh, March 9th. Okay, March 9th. Yes, three nine ten. Three nine ten. Come on. What? Uh, well, that would be a week later. Upon you. Yeah, it has. So March 9th, <laughs> did you know that Final Fantasy XIII was originally going to be a PlayStation 2 game? I laugh at this story. Oh, you do? We okay. knew about this. Uh, they, when they announced 9, 10, 11, 12? Mm-hmm. Or was it just 9, 10, 11? Uh, they basically... Well, they, they always were doing three concurrently, so it's kind of hard to tell where they stopped announcing. Right. Basically, when they did that big sad announcement of we are developing 80 bazillion Final Fantasy games, one of them is going to be online, um, they copyrighted um, like websites and trademarks up to Final Fantasy 15. Uh-huh. And when worried about it, they said that, well, we have a loose plan for what systems we're going to put these on. Yeah. Okay. Look. I don't even get why this is a story. Let's be honest. They probably had 13 part in development before 12 was ever finished. So, of course, it was a PS2 plan. Well, it and sounds suddenly... like they really were pursuing the PS2 plans, and like they were like, oh, PS3. Oh, I guess we should move it to PS3. And that cost well, us know, a year and a half well, of development no, time. I mean, you don't usually want to have a year and a half delay in your game development, do you, Mike? Well, no, but if you're already waiting for 12 to finish, you might as well try it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they squeak in development, as far as I can see, whenever they can, wherever they can. Mm-hmm. If they have to start development on one system and move to another, Square Enix doesn't seem to care. They just do it. They just build crystal tools and say, look, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently there's I an mean, art book in Japan that has some of the screenshots from the PS2 version that are kind of weird. Including yeah, one that I has mean, like, some Final Fantasy VI for the N64. Mm-hmm. This is yep. not a new concept. That was a tech demo. I wish they released that. That'd be awesome. I, rem- I remember seeing that the first time. I was like, please, remake it. Now we can't even get a remake of... Ugh. So Final Fantasy is coming on three discs for the 360. Also a story that you're wondering, why is this a news story? Why is this a story? Yeah, I don't know. Like the- <laughs> Why not have nothing else to talk about? Uh, it's like, that's the story. All right, I'm glad everyone's with me. I'm like... This is not a story, right? At least it's not no. five discs, and you have to like fit it in. Through, what was Lost Odyssey? Four discs and one. Lost Odyssey is four discs, and one of them didn't fit. <laughs> yeah, it was just sitting in an envelope. So this is an improvement on that. I'm surprised they kept it down to three, actually. That could um, be why they kept it to three. Yeah, still no collector's edition announcement for thirteen either. You yeah, I don't that? get it. It's like, I, I guess I'm just going to pre-order whatever because you're not going to give me a special edition, so. I pre-ordered it, but it's like, you know, I'm Are they going to have a special edition um, strategy guide like they have had for the past couple games? I don't know. You'll have to check on, what is it, Brady That's Games or whoever, whoever does makes it? the strategy guide. Prima or Brady Games nowadays? Are they the same They now? still work with Prima. Okay. I don't see, I don't actually see Brady Games, but I could just be missing it. It's n- it's never too late for a collector's edition journeys. <laughs> it's always, you can always throw out something. 
Uh, here's a, a, a chocobo for your Xbox 360 character. Yeah. We know this was supposed Body to stick. just be... Uh, yeah, but they're like, we know this was just supposed to be for everybody. We figured all the collectors would want it, too. <laughs> did we ever get our chocobo avatar thing? Did you... Yeah, I have mine. You should have gotten an email and with a code that you needed to oh, enter. Oh, I have to read that email. Okay, yep. hold on. <laughs> You're going to do it right now. Okay. Yeah, why not? All right. I'll just... Hi, Flame. Don't sit <laughs> on my mouth. You got a cat for your avatar, apparently. Right. Yeah. yeah, like five bucks, right? Uh, all right. Here's your exclusive Final Fantasy 13 avatar pet. Oh, there you go. So there you go. So go put that into xbox.com. Nom, um, nom, nom. Yeah, and so <laughs> we can't get a... I wanted a remake for Final Fantasy VI forever ago. Everyone else has wanted a remake for Final Fantasy VII for like 10 years now. And, I don't. And continuing in the, the stream of, no, we're really not doing this, um, <laughs> there's been another, another interview with Kitasi and Toriyama people who work on 13 i guess um uh, it, it was a result of considering hd graphics will be the mainstream considering the amount of work to make the graphics that deserve hd it is hard to make towns in the conventional style wow we had a really good translator here um in the limited wow. period of development time to convey the the great story that deserves the name of final fantasy and to convey the battles that entertain players enough we condensed each element what what? <laughs> it is very hard to make games on PlayStation. Who translated this crap? It is very um, Ultimania Magazine, I guess. All right, they're fired. It is very hard to make games on PlayStation Three in the same style as the games in that era had. Making graphics will take enormous time. So what they're saying is because the scope of the game was so big, I guess, and the way they constructed stuff, that to make HD a- assets for that same style of stuff would be would be problematic. And the I don't know what that's. What I'm reading here is they take shortcuts with the way they do the camera angles and presentation of current games in order to minimize how much you know work they need to do on the graphical assets, and that wouldn't be the same with Seven if they were doing a shot-for-shot remake. Can I just whine about something? Yeah. If you're going to give me a big, long, 25-letter code, just let me paste it into the damn I box. know. Why is their site so stupid? There's so many sites that... this is. Mike's complaining about the 5x5 five five codes on the Xbox.com website, where you, paste, you, have a, you can copy it and try to paste it in, but they don't have the little JavaScript on their site that a bazillion other websites have, where you paste in the first box, it parses it, and puts the correct letters into each box and lets you hit submit. No, you have to type it one by one. That annoyed well, the hell out of me, too. I actually pasted it five times. I was that lazy. I yeah. know. That's what I did too is like why do i need to do that oh stupid web designers totally all right anyway maybe it works in ie who knows no maybe <laughs> that, that wouldn't be that would be funny that would be fun <laughs> should, i should have pushed the ie button oh uh, i want to choke a bow i see what i want though is i want where's my where's my tr- final fantasy 13 love for the playstation 3 i need you know how they had that live action africa theme with the zebras on the playstation 3 did you get uh-huh. that manny Ever? No. You want a live action it looks cool. Lightning they, I theme? want that with Chocobos. Was it free? Uh, the Africa one was free, yeah. You just needed a Japanese account. You go into the store, you download it, and then you, it'll work just on all your... You just have to work at Domino's in Japan. You're good to go. That's where I'm working in Japan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I live at Domino's in Japan. <laughs> I like pizza so much. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that'd be cool to like, have one of those live action backgrounds. So put Chocobos in place of the zebras. Just have them walking around walking or something. I don't know. Um, whatever chocobos do, maybe maybe lightning just on a carousel. I don't know. Whatever Thank you, you do, something you could do something. Yeah, a Disgaea Prinny's one would be awesome, Sir Edric. But nobody wants to spend their time on these. Just Africa, which apparently didn't do so well. Apparently. 
I don't believe it did too well here. Anna, you know Natsume. Did Africa do well here? I don't know. Oh. I haven't heard any numbers. That's too bad. When right. we decided not to cover it, I kind of stopped paying attention to it because it's a PS3 game. Well, speaking of stuff you don't want us to cover, how about uh, the tiny text issues in Mass Effect 2 that people are upset about? It's not that I don't want us to cover it. It's that I'm not sure of the relevance. Ah. So this is an issue where people with standard definition TVs on the Xbox 360 are having the same old thing that's gone back to Dead Rising. It makes you wonder why people still have these problems nowadays, why the game companies don't test or think about working around these things. Mass because Effect 2... they don't... Yeah. There's no reason to. All right. Wait. All right. I'll, I'll be honest here. We work on high-def titles. I don't see an SDTV anywhere in the studio. So yeah. you, don't don't think, you don't think about people who are buying your game and playing it on an SDTV? I think it's that they no. don't care. It's too I don't even know if we don't care. To... We just don't buy it. Well, you got, I, it's probably it way shocks the heck out of me. to try to actually format for both TVs effectively. But it, it seems like you you are just ignoring blatantly ignoring a large portion of your market market if you do that. Um, I get the feeling that most people HD All right, Master Chief people. is in the chat room saying it's 2010. It's time to get a freaking HD TV. While I would love to agree with that, HD TV still cost at the minimum in the four to five hundred dollar range. No. No. Okay, how much do they cost for like a twenty seven inch like, TV? Uh, we were looking at a twenty one or a twenty four inch one. It was like $150. $150. Okay, so it costs $150. So if you are... So say you are a 13-year-old kid, and you were playing... You just begged and pleaded and got your parents to get you a $300 Xbox for your Christmas. And now you need to go back and ask them for a $150 TV? If you are 13, the chances of you not having an HD TV is pretty damn small because yeah, you what's have wrong with your dad? <laughs> seven or eight years old. Because your parents don't give a crap. No, that means a TV when you were five. I, it seems really dismissive. If, you, though, if your parents have bought you a TV, a personal TV no, they bought no. Anna, five. here's what happens with when you're a child. When you're a child, let me refresh your memory on this. When you're a child, you get the old TV. Your parents get the new TV, and you're not allowed to play video games on the new TV because they don't care about video games and they don't want to see That's you playing true. your games. They put That's you in your true. room. You've got the old TV. It's standard or, or definition. You begged phone. and pleaded for a year and a half to get the Xbox and that's all you have now and you can't read the text of your new game. You can read it if you sit really close. <laughs> you know, honestly, I have an HD No, that's, TV. I mean, uh, I'm no, uh, I, Okay, okay, okay. I did. Yeah, all right, fair enough. I moved the couch within, like, a foot of the TV, and that's how I played, like, okay. the first four levels of Bando Hearts. I, I think they're oh. ignoring a lot of poor and child market. You know, even my okay. HD TV, it's not the that. The average gamer at this point mm-hmm. is, what, 30? The average gamer, yes. What What rating is Mass Effect 2? Ah, M. that's an M, isn't it? Good mm-hmm. call. So, why so it should only be for 17-year-olds. Who... In his room with right. the TV. The 17-year-olds should go get a fast food job and buy his TV. I, 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 just fail to, <laughs> I just fail to understand how people can't understand that there could be a scenario where you have an Xbox and not a new TV. Yeah, like me. <laughs> I I mean, I don't know. TV. You didn't have it, but you weren't upset about it at all. You were like, oh, it's my fault for not buying the new TV, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that was I, my, you know, I had I'm to... now uh, 
shit. See, Sir Erdrich, Sir Erdrich says, I'm pay- paying off student loans and trying to survive, and I'm not going to throw away a perfectly good TV that is less than 10 years old. Less, uh, I've been trying to save it like the last 10 minutes, but like I have an HDTV. It just happens to, it was, happens to be uh, not, ter- not too new, and it happens to be like uh, maybe two or three years old. I mean, it, it's not the latest HDTV, but even on my TV, the text is pretty small. And I find that if I don't hook up to an HD, if I hook up an HDMI cable or anything like that, then it's just way too small to even deal with. And it's an HDTV. It's just not one of the better ones or one of the newer ones. Wait, that so a lot using of a better out. a better cable makes the text smaller? Well, if, you, if I'm going, well, it puts it in higher resolution. Well, you should still be able to choose 720p, can't you? Yeah, but if you're letting it auto detect, then you don't. Oh, what's that, Manny? I mean, the text is so small in HD that I just use my HDTV in standard definition. Oh, in order to make it bigger. Wow. Yeah. Okay. How big is I mean, your TV? Like said, my, How big like is your TV? Like 27 inches. 27 yeah, inches? Yeah, I, I will say this. Yep. I mean, I sit on my couch. My couch is eight and a half to nine feet from my TV. And I had a 26-inch TV. I could not read Magna Carta 2. Thank you. I, if you can't read it on a 26 or 27-inch HD TV at a comfortable distance across of, the I'm room... I'm out of my comfortable viewing range. Uh, well... I sh- you were not um, that far away, Mike. Problems. I've seen that room. I don't room. think Michael is a really good example of the way people I have what? TV. I'm Be- sorry. You have he only... what? You have vision problems. You step I'm on me. I'm 15 over 20. You step on me. You step yeah, well, on me. You well you're on the small. Side. I mean, you're tiny. It's hard to yeah, see you, Anna. You're squishy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but, but no. Michael, Michael, your room was r- rather reasonable for a viewing range. I mean, no, that's... the viewing range for a 26-inch is... Uh, four to six and a half. I, I understand that's what's optimal, but a lot of time, what's scientifically optimal and what works in a real person's house are not the same. Yeah, <laughs> forty-seven inch is working great. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, now you have a forty-seven inch TV. Yeah, of course it's better now. <laughs> I'm much happier now. Uh, so I, I don't. I, I do think I, people are ignoring these situations. If even an HDTV can look bad with the small text, it's like, why don't you think of this? Why don't you test with this? What, what wanna, sort of what things do you have in the office? Do? do you have these 27-inch HDTVs, or does everyone have like a 40-inch monitor at their desk, Mike? I have a 33-inch TV behind me. And you're that, sitting in front of it, right, when you're playing? And I'm sitting about four feet away. Four yeah. feet away. And I think that's probably explains most of the issues right there. <laughs> but I'm not QA. No, but a, uh, do, are they really in a different setup? Because you can't afford that much space for a whole QA team. You need to no. jam them into a, big, a small room, right? QA's back in the old studio. I don't know what they're doing. Okay. Yeah, they I, I doubt, they, all ha- I doubt they each have a dedicated QA living room. QA generally has a fair amount of space. Mm-hmm. Be interesting. But you do have to think like a big living room, though, like your average living room or even I mean, like a... Do you remember, Michael, when we went to the Runic offices? <laughs> and... I mean, with, when you looked at the development team, there was like that moon around the doorway, basically. And they yeah. were all squished together. And you went around the corner to the right, and there was actually like three or four computers that were set apart for the Q&A peeps. Yeah, but it was a for PC. You need so many different builds. Say so what? Right. Oh, okay. For a PC, you need so many different builds of hardware. You need the ATI cards and the NVIDIA cards. and the, It's just... You need all those PCs. You know, but, I love how they only had four. <laughs> that was that was four their, each. Four each. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm giving a practical example of you know a place that has lots of room for their QA. That is funny to hear how they do it. It's like that's how they that, that's how I cover the wide spectrum of PC hardware. I've got four PCs four. here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> sufficient well, enough. Well, there was also like boxes and, of hot And people wonder why they don't run into these issues. Like, all right, this is what they could afford, guys. They've got a staff of like, what, five QAers or whatever? And they have four <laughs> yeah. PCs yeah, I think each? They had more. More? Okay, that's good. That's good. Well, it's also depending on the development cycle. I mean, I know just in general, I'm not saying my studio or anything. I know in general, you get three or four months from launch. You have packs of QA people coming in and just playing the crap out of it. Uh. Yeah, and I mean, especially Runic, because I think they had, like, a pretty good rep. I think they ended up having, like, some students come in and work oh, kind cool. of pro yeah. bono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't think that's that uncommon, in, actually. That's it. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, um, they put them somewhere, and they all should have different that, hardware. It depends that's on what company. Like, um... If I recall correctly, all of Atlas's QA is like full-time paid positions. Well, Atlas releases a game every three and a half weeks, so That's true. where are they going to go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to. Oh, sorry, you're off for a day. Okay, it's come probably, back. It's probably a smaller team to do like that too. I would think, but I don't know. I know. Good well, publishers Nisa didn't have that big of a QA team. Who? Uh, Nisa. Well, isn't Nisa still around? Yeah. Although we'll have a story about that later. Okay. So let me ask oh, then. Did, do you, does anyone remember any complaints about small text of Mass Effect 1? I do not remember that. I didn't so have what, any problem with Mass Effect 1. So what changed between Mass Effect 1 and Mass Effect 2 that now everyone can't read it? Um, I know the startup screen on the PC has some rather small text that would be problematic on a TV. Um, uh, yeah, actually, the font changed. Yeah, Mass Effect 1 had that big white font. And Mass Effect mm-hmm. 2 has, like, really thin, normal, like, aerial-type fonts, like you'd see on a PC. Now, the other question is, is was Mass Effect 1 1080p HD? Uh, I don't know. That's a good I question. I don't run anything at 1080p. I don't, but this is, the, this is a problem with standard definition, not with 1080p. No, but this is the point that I'm making. Yeah, if they, saying, if they design well, it for 1080p. Why can't people read Mass Effect 2 yeah. if they could read Mass Effect 1? Yeah. Um, was it made in two completely unique definitions? Yeah, who knows? The engine's completely different, too. It does seem different, yeah. And um, what is interesting, it, I think it's the email screens that would really screw you on the TV. That, those are smaller. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you those know are what hard I mean? to read on my PC. It's yeah. like, what? Yeah, those would be really problematic on the TV. So makes you wish they just would have picked like a slightly thicker, bigger font, you know? Yeah, uh, they really should have. And I don't know. They just designed that interface, it seems like, around a high-resolution display. And they had a lot of info they wanted to fit in, and they didn't want to do much customizing for it, and they just, it's all jammed there. Hmm. This is partly how I feel that Mass Effect 2 is definitely a 360 game. Because it's like, it just doesn't... It, the PC version of Mass Effect felt like a PC game. I'm being told in the chat room that 360 games that are 1080p aren't really 1080p. They're just scaled up to 1080p. They have to actually be targeted to be 720p. Um, if the game says it's 1080p, then it is. If it's not, then it's scaled up. Well, what if it says it will, both? What if it says 720p it says, If it says it on the back, it, it will get up to 1080p, then it will play in 1080p. Right, but, but it's... the 360 it, itself has problems with that, so I don't even run it Well, the question is, a, is, it, is it true 1080p textures, or is it being scaled up by the system? Because just because uh, you put a 1080p output does not mean it's really designed for 1080p. Well, it's designed for the 360. It probably was never designed for 1080p. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I thought mean, the 360 had issues supporting 1080p in general. Well, yeah. It's the original not, ones did. It's not good at Apparently, it. I thought the, the Falcons were doing better and things like that. Well, but you haven't increased the hardware specs. No, it was all about the... Um... It, it, it can do... It can output it. Okay, they're having an argument here. Like, yeah, 
<laughs> you started just just to try and jump in here, yes, it can output genuine 1080p signals that are actually updating at 60 frames a second, 1080 lines of resolution each each update. But the question is, can it handle a game trying to run with 1080 resolution textures all over the place and like get usable frame rates that you'd want to play with? But I just knew from reading that it was a problem, so I'm still running mine at 720. Mm-hmm. So... I'm running mine just, at 720. I was disappointed in my TiVo. It doesn't change. I run mine at 1080i, but I don't think that would be a problem. Um, no, 1080i was perfectly fine. Actually, because my old TV didn't have uh, a native resolution of 720p, 1080i was all I had. Yeah, me too, because I've got the CRT. Right. Oh, All right, let's move on. Oh, wait, by the way, the actual statement from BioWare. Um, we understand that on some standard edition TVs, the smallest text in Mass Effect 2 can be difficult to read. While this was not an intentional result, it was a byproduct of enhancements to the user interface. Hmm. After investigating potential solutions, yeah, those enhancements being using a smaller font to fit more on the screen. Um, after <laughs> investigating potential <laughs> solutions, we have determined that while this issue does, a, does affect a small portion of SDTV owners, we are unable to resolve it for Mass Effect 2 through a title update. So they're saying that they can't do a, an update in the mechanisms that Microsoft allows. However, we have taken note of this issue and will take it into consideration as we plan future games take in the Mass Effect franchise. Take it into consideration as we work on In other words, it. we'll test it for ME3. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And, you know, and, and we may or may not like care. It, yeah. We may not care. And we still may not do anything about it. So. I read an interesting comment about that. What this tells you is, even though they've said they're going to look into it, everyone who has a problem needs to complain so they see how big the problem truly is. Yeah, that's true. I said, why don't they consider this for all future Bioware games? Yeah, you Bioware know, games. that would be a good idea. Because the number of people that they want you, to target you that have, have this, yeah. old SDTVs at this point is minuscule. It's, it, that it's they the, want you know, to target? Games for 60 bucks, why don't you? Well, I you thought we just established something. that it can happen even to people with HDTVs. But Anna, you have to remember be... something. Most people who have a 360 aren't even online yet. They don't even have broadband. Wasn't that so one of like, Oh, and think about all the people with HDTVs that don't even know how to run it in HD. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of people who aren't... Who, who, how do you do that? Uh, the gamers, I would hope, would figure that out. But maybe not. Basically, I mean, Mike, you hook it up with the red, yellow, white cables or, or just the cable nut. Uh, or you have it slipped to SDTV on the back. Yeah. They're just using the little cable nut and going to Channel 4 like they're used to. That's SDTV. So I, you know, I, I think it's probably affecting a lot more people then Bioware realizes, and I think a lot of peop- people don't know where to complain about it. Or um, It seems like the place to complain here is on their forums. <laughs> so good luck, assuming the site works for you that day. Um, oh, wait, that's the social site that doesn't work well. So I, I could easily believe a lot of people. Oh, but... it is so nice when you can make stuff that no matter wh- how stupid you are, it still works, but that is hard to do, I suppose. Um, yeah. Uh, what, <laughs> uh, oh, what was I going to say? I can't remember. Let's move on. <laughs> some Japanese reviews of some other games. Mostly, actually, I guess the only one I want to cover out of this article is Dragon Quest VI got reviewed in Japan. Famitsu, and, and, and. Yeah, what? Tell me. 34 out of 40. That's okay. That's okay. Um, they didn't have. They did not have much to complain about. Quote one: It's a remake, but not just a remake. It's fully tuned for the DS, so it feels totally fresh as you play it. There's nothing I can call astounding in the added features, but being able to chat with party members at the touch of the B button is kind of a nice experiment. Um, also, the impression that the battles have been made just a tad easier for the casual gamer crowd. Um, yeah, they say that about all the. And DS they games. mention the one article mentions that they had. Qu- issues with there not being a robust online functionality 
and the lack of a full monster catching system that used to be in the original Super Nintendo game, which Michael will care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had some boardies complaining about that, but I'm the problem is is that every time someone complains about it, they never really explain why it's a big deal. Mm. All right, so let's see. I'm, I'm not so going to complain about something I haven't played yet. Know. Why is it a big deal they took it out? Oh, what? Oh, well, Michael, why is it a big deal to take out the monster system? The, it's the whole part where you're supposed to... Wait, the monster system? They took out the full monster catching system that was in the original Super Nintendo. <clears throat> well, I assume it's going to be like five where you're supposed to go and get party members. See, I don't know anything about six. I'm trying okay. to stay in the dark. So, so you I'm don't actually... know what you're missing. All right. So, well, and right. it sounds like it's still there in some degree, just not like it used to be. So maybe you can't catch everything now. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That, we got enough of that in eight, I thought, but whatever. You didn't get nothing of that in eight. What well, are you talking about? You could go around the world and catch a bunch of monsters yeah, and battle with them. You could only catch the giant monsters that were on the map. You couldn't catch Why every monster. Why would I monster. want to catch everything? I only want the big ones anyway. Because you want to breed them. Oh, I see. So it's, i got to make a gold chocobo. No, because you want something. Oh, I want this to have the special healing ability, but the NM didn't have it. and So i, I got to make catch- a gold chocobo. <laughs> I want to get my summon stone or my healing spell or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if you want a specific type of build for your monster and you don't have the option of getting it just the select few from Dragon Quest VIII, that was it. Well, if you, you know, want a I monster mean... bu- building sim, or a monster sim for Dragon Quest, there's still that Dragon Quest Wars on the DSi, so go play that in the meantime. I could just wait for the next Dragon Quest Monsters. Oh, that's right. Kind of um, like Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 2? Yeah, it was yeah, announced kinda. in Japan. It'll be coming in Japan on <laughs> April 28th. Over 300 collectible monsters, the ability to customize creations by combining monsters, and real-time battles and a full multiplayer mode. So there you go. Okay, but they have to make it not suck this time. Why? Okay, the biggest problem I had with the Dragon Quest Monsters Joker series was it was not balanced. You were basically, you got to the final three of the monsters you're supposed to have, and if you didn't have them, you just sucked. There was no, um, it's not the Pokemon balance where there's no ultimate monster. Right where no matter what you have, there's weakness. No, it's basically you build up these three and get over with it. And it's like, uh, that was kind of dumb. Ah, okay. So it's basically a race to who could do it first. That sucks. And no matter what I did, you know, they had already done it. I couldn't like, well, if I get this one over here, maybe it'll have a chance. No, well, this is going to have real online, right? Where you actually battle live or not? Uh, that's what they're saying. Oh, that's uh, good. Because they're, they're tired of people, you know, just doing the ghost thing. And that yeah, was a big Yeah, the ghost thing joke. sucks. Well, it does Pokemon and it doesn't, too. I hate that. because it was like, I kind of like that they did stuff when I wasn't around, mm-hmm. but, you know, I can understand both, and I would be happier probably with the real time, I'm online, let's fight somebody, because then it's more than just, oh, my guys are going to fight, I sure hope they're not stupid today, mm. you know, because <laughs> sometimes your healer doesn't feel like healing, yeah, it's bad. Well, maybe you should buy him something on the auction house, um, and that'll be a little bit easier for you soon if you're playing World of Warcraft, for example, and you need to check your auctions remotely. It sounds like they're finally adding functionality people have been asking for for years to Bye. allow you to ma- man- manage your auctions on the web and on the iPhone and iPod Touch. There's I think every MMO needs this. What, Anna? There's a but. There is a but. That's right. Uh, some, of the features, some of the features you'll have to pay for. Yeah. They have not said oh, what features those serious. are. They have not said this what features those as are. a premium feature, you yep. will have to pay for part of it. Yep, you'll have to pay oh. for part of it, and you will have to um, 
we have to wait because they haven't announced a date. So lame. So I, I'm assuming, I'm hoping that this premium feature means like pay ten bucks for the iPhone app. Okay, one time fee I can handle. You know, right? As I think it's, it's going to be more like an attack on monthly month. fee. Yeah. Yep. I think it's going to be a dollar stupid. or two a month. A dollar or two a month. If you're really into auctioning on the World of Warcraft, you're not going to sweat on that, right? Right. Um, you just sell the gold back. If it's for money casual, though, it's kind of annoying. But <laughs> just sell the gold back. Oh yeah. <laughs> that you're making through your auctioning while you're at work, which you shouldn't be doing anyway. I shouldn't be doing a lot of things. Like I, I do wish that more games had this, like auction sites accessible. For I was thinking. Though. I was. I was thinking about Ion yesterday, and it was like, you know what? I would wish. I wish I could just move stuff from my inventory into the warehouse online. So I could swap my characters, move it in, and move because it's all just going out of my inventory anyway. And then I wouldn't waste thirty minutes when I log in swapping characters just to. Oh, is your warehouse shared? That's right. Yes, there's a shared warehouse. You get sixteen slots for all the accounts on the server that are in the same. (laughs) Just sixteen. Oh, that's awful. Or is it eighteen? Whatever. Eighteen. What were you going to say, Anna? Um, Interestingly. I find it kind of ironic that WoW is coming up with this online auction thing now because you want to know what already has an online auction thing like this? Yes. What? Earth Eternal. Earth Eternal has it. Oh, okay. Yes. For those who uh, haven't listened to the podcast before or don't know what I'm talking about, I, I will be writing an impression. Um, Chris calls it a furry WoW. It is. It's a WoW for furries. Far. It's what it yeah. is. <laughs> Basically, it's an online browser MMO that is targeting ex-WoW players who no longer want to pay a subscription fee. Yeah, it's free to play. Um, you all the races are are kind of fantasy, furry. so they're either furry, they're furry or scaly or clockwork machinations or a cyclops. They're all like they're, it's it's really not that they're furry. It's all fantasy races because the the story in this game is that man um, wiped itself out years ago, and now other creatures have risen up to to conquer the earth and stuff. So, or Gaia saved them. Say what? That's what it. Gaia saved them when the humans wiped themselves out. Yeah, yeah. So they were saved, and now you can play as a big walking fox or a cow or a cyclops or whatever. Um, you can, yeah, you can be a cat girl. It does. It looks more cat than girl, though. I'm okay with that. Okay, Michael's okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's this game? It's called EarthEternal.com, and it, you know, I'm I'm just joking about the furry stuff. Don't you don't need to be scared about it, but. <laughs> I'm not scared about it. I'm there's a lot of there's a lot of people on the web who like they hear that and they think it's like some bad thing. Um, I'm just joking because it's all Can animal characters. Um, so you go play that. It's free. It plays a lot like WoW. Honestly, I, I tried it out. I played like an hour or two this week. It's like, yeah, it's a free MMO, <laughs> but you know it, it doesn't seem too bad. I, I would yeah, think I think you'd bad. rather play WoW itself unless you really are attached to the character designs or something. Well, like I said, it's not. It's not intended for people who play WoW. It's intended for people who quit WoW. Mm-hmm. But I like mean, me. I don't see why you're quitting WoW and want to play this. Because um, it seems like WoW does anything this does better, so why would you play this instead, other than saving money? Cheaper. Cheaper. Money. Okay. You're tired of WoW and you think Blizzard's a bad, evil company because there's lots of people like that out there. Okay. Anyone who makes money automatically is bad, right? Right. Yes. That's right. If you make money off your video game, you are evil. You are bad. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, you know, and, and while we're plugging free browser-based MMOs, I played one that's in open beta called Fragoria. Um, oh, oh yeah, that was cute. F R A G O R I A. The nice thing about Fragoria, yeah, by Aria, Aria Games. 
Um, the, the nice thing about Fregoria is that it runs completely in Flash, so there's no plugins or anything to install. It'll just boom. Well, I guess there's the Flash plugin if you don't have that. But just boom, huh. it'll play in your browser. And um, it, it really, the artwork and style, it's very reminiscent of the old Infinity Engine games. So if you like playing the old Baldur's Gate games and stuff, it's like a polished version of that style engine. It's got that quarter, three-quarters view and everything. So I, I did like that. Um, other than that, it's like, it's an MMO. It's more serious than Earth Eternal. Um, but yeah, so that's there if you want to try that out. If you want a free, free to play, it's free. Um, both these games have cash shops. Just be aware. Earth Imagine Eternal, that. Earth Eternal, um, if you want to get, there's a bunch of permanent items you can get. And so you could easily drop a hundred bucks real quick on Earth Eternal. Yeah. Earth Eternal. And the thing that I actually kind of chuckle about with Earth Eternal is, um, they're, they're very, they're not subtle about how their cash up works. It's like, yep, you can buy ability points. Have that. Yeah. There's like things that it's like, um, it, it's obvious that you are getting an advantage by buying these things. So. But it, it's not PvP or anything. It doesn't matter. Um, there is going to be PvP. It is not implemented yet. They haven't decided how it's going to work with Cash Shop. It is not going to be open world PvP. So okay. it's not like you can pay to win. Because honestly, even if you had, even if you dropped a hundred bucks and got a whole bunch of talent points, if you still suck, you still suck. Well, that's yeah, true but you can game. you can suck less and win still. Well, you will have skills that maybe you could learn to use with. Eventually, I guess you wouldn't have otherwise. <laughs> I don't know how you get the skills normally in that game. I, I didn't play long enough to figure that out. Um, you start well. You used to get start getting them at level eight. Yeah. And now you get them way earlier. I think it's like. Well, I mean, like, how do you get them if you don't pay the cash shop? You just get one a level. Oh wow, that could take a while then. Because there's. Uh, yeah, just there, like talent points as well. Well, except it's worse because there's talents that every class has that any other class can also take. Right. There's You're like never a going bazillion talents. Every single well, you could spend the money and do it. I uh, no, I don't think so. I think there's actually a cap on the number of points. You oh, can I never saw where the cap was. All right. I don't recall what it is. I seem to recall. Because it seemed blatantly um, obvious to me, is like, well, look at all these skill points you don't have. You should buy some and start filling these in. Uh huh. <laughs> Your character would be so much better if you just buy some talent points. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> yeah your injection all right so moving on i guess that's we did so much mmo last week we should give people a break <laughs> um and talk about Wii zelda because <laughs> that's what people want to hear more about more details about Wii zelda coming out we have been working on zelda since last year since uh, said aonuma right now we're just at, at the point where we've got the core of it down that way we'll be having players play the game by e3 in june we'll likely have the core gameplay out in playable form we want that so people can get an idea of what the game's like to experience and he it's also Zelda. said i wasn't sure about this at first but once we put that compatibility in talking about the wii motion plus it felt so natural link sword near remote function completely as one and i couldn't really couldn't imagine going back to how it was so are you ready to go swing your sword at e3 mike Assuming you oh, get to totally. Go. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm going. What are you talking about? I don't know. Maybe something comes up at work and they need you. Uh, E3? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, let, let's well, see. maybe you have to work it, in a booth it, the whole time or something. You can't play in Well, anything. yeah, there might be that. But you know, the, the, the only decision I have for E3 is what color is my badge. Ah. Either, I, either work takes me or I take myself. Well, if you can't make it, I'll gladly take your place. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Um, <laughs> Chris was like, oh. <laughs> no, I, th- there was a discussion in the chat room that continues something we did earlier discussion. that I guess we don't need to go into more. Um, how about Valkyria Chronicles 2? People looking forward to that I'll, still, I'll, right? I can't I'll wait. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. How about some DLC? We don't have more. the game yet. <laughs> well, too bad. It's already out in Japan, so there's going to be DLC. <laughs> okay, fine. Tell me more. So there's four different types of DLC. PlayStation 3, PlayStation N, Network, Fantasy Star Portable 2, and the Sega Valkyria Chronicles 2 blog. I don't know what that means, but... What? <laughs> I don't know you what don't... this story is saying. All right. The first method is available via PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3 will save data from the original Valkyria Chronicles and will be able to transfer its save data to a PSP memory card. By doing so will be able to make... Man, uh, oh, this didn't get proofed well. By doing so, we'll be <laughs> yes, able to it make... Did. It did? Oh. It did, it did. Somebody gave up on it then, <laughs> after a while. <laughs> By doing so, we'll be able to make use of Isara, younger sister of Welkin from the original game. Okay, so it sounds like you can transfer save data in, and bring in Isara from the first game to the second game or something. Oh, oh t- to the PSP. Okay. Which one is she? The younger sister of Welkin. I don't know. Isn't she the tank oh, lady? Oh, her. Okay. Yeah. The second type. Let's see. The second type of content will be accessible from PSN. Um, there are eight downloadable missions that are planned by the end of February in Japan. Three missions were already released for three when the game launched, and the remaining five are 100 yen each. 100 yen each. Wow. Like, I could change. That's like a buck and a quarter. Buck and Something buck like ten. For, for, <laughs> no, for PSP DLC. I've never paid for PSP DLC before. I just um, have cards that I've burned. You're right. I, I can't remember any P- PSP DLC before. I, I remember well, you can download plenty of games onto your PSP and play them. You can download uh-huh. PSP minis, but I don't remember um, any expansions to Gaia? games. On the PSP? Didn't that, didn't that have PSP, PSP no. DLC? On the PS3 it did. I didn't know it had it on the mm-hmm. PSP. I'm pretty sure it has okay. PSP DLC. The stage agrees with you in the chat room. So, okay. Is Disgaea it free? Too I thought it was free. No. Was it, you had to pay for it, apparently. I don't think so. All right. Yeah, it, Sir Erdrich says it'll be three ninety nine for this stuff in the U.S. And sadly, he's probably right. Which probably no, I think, though, is it's it probably all going to be exclusive to GameStop as a pre-order bonus. Oh, <laughs> like Yakuza? <laughs> no, 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 no. They'll put each one. So one at GameStop, one at Amazon. Oh, one boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> all right. So the third option for DLC is... <clears throat> It requires save data from Fantasy Star Portable 2. Yeah, but none of you were planning on playing that. Um, a PSP memory stick with save data will allow the Fantasy Star Portable 2's main hero heroine, Emilia, to appear as a usable guest character. Oh, I can probably skip on that. Um, additionally, two special missions will be available for download from the PSN, but a Fantasy Star Portable 2 save file is required on the PSP memory stick. So, oh, What? So you need to own Fantasy Star Portable 2 in order to get two special missions. And if you just have... Okay, so just having save data apparently gets you the character and the missions. So that's interesting. Anyone interested in Fantasy Star Portable 2? Apparently it's supposed to be pretty decent. You play online. Yeah. If, uh, I'll see the reviews. It's like they upgraded everything that was wrong with the first one, right? Yeah. Uh, and I hear Zero is a great game on the DS, isn't it? No. Yeah, pretty nope. good. No. I'm hearing really good things from Play One Podcast thing. Group. Oh, okay. I reviewed it. I mean, I you reviewed it? No, I thought we had a reviewer, but now I need to double check. But I didn't hear great things, and I definitely didn't enjoy what I was playing at PAX. Oh, people are Sorry, saying, I've been game? hearing Fantasy Star Fantasy Zero. Fantasy Star Zero. Like, it's supposed oh, to be really cool. good and, and feel like the original Fantasy Star and stuff again. But 
Okay. If it's Fantasy Star Online, sure, it felt like that. Well, didn't you like Fantasy Star Online? For a while, I just... For a while? Oh, you got tired of it? Tired of it. So you're probably not interested in Portable 2, then? No. So, okay, no DLC for Michael for Fantasy Star Portable 2. All right, <laughs> the final method is via the Valkyria Chronicles 2 blog. Each week, the blog will update with new codes that will allow gamers to download new stickers for their tanks and additional playable characters, such as Maximilian, Silveria, and Faldio Lanzot. All I want is the guy who says meat and pie. That's really all I meat want. Meat and pie. <laughs> meat and pie. At this time, it is unknown if if the the North American and European release of Valkyria Chronicles... Hey, I told them to fix that three times. <laughs> it's not fixed. Screw <laughs> him. Version of Valkyria Chronicles 2 will see any of this content. I'm but at least, Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Proofs go wrong sometime. So Valkyria Chronicles 2 will see any of this content, but at least it gives some ideas to what can be expected. Valkyria Chronicles 2 is due to release this summer. Yay. Sorry. I, my my brain just shut off partway through that story, and I started reading it. <laughs> um, Can I, I has now? What? Can I has now? Valkyrie Chronicles two. Uh huh. No, you have to wait for me to finish the first one. <laughs> Two thousand fourteen. <laughs> here I come. When the PS4 be, is out, it, it'll be a like, classic. Yeah, I better put this away. It actually, be, it'll be twenty twenty, and we'll be giving it the be- decade of the year, decade game of the decade again, or something. Again. <laughs> I, I'm assuming it's getting in the... F- oh, maybe not. I didn't put it on my decade. list. Hmm. See, my, it was on my list. I don't know what your problem was. Mostly because I didn't finish it, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, that might have fit better than that other game. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he doesn't want to make decade lists, because he's like, ah, oh, I keep second-guessing myself. My number yep. 10 spot is very tenuous. I don't know if we're releasing those individually or if it's going to be combined, but... yeah. All right, Borderlands DLC. So just so people know that downloadable content for Zombie of Island of Doctor <clears throat> the Zombie Island the the Zombie Island of Doctor Ned and Mad Moxie's Under Dome Riot will be released as an add-on package at GameStop. Right. Okay. Yay! <laughs> I, had to, I had to change <clears throat> the way I was doing my voice to get through that story. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, somebody else do this one. Puzzle Chronicles. No. Okay, Konami enough okay, that it's Puzzle... Okay, so this is what confused me. Uh, Puzzle Chronicles came out, but not in the way that we expected. Because yeah. up until this month, what we had been told by Konami was that the DLC versions, so PC, um, PSN, XDLA, were going to be out first. And then the hard copies for DS and PSP were going to be out later. Mm-hmm. However, as it turns out, uh, the opposite has now occurred, because this week the PSP and DS copies hit the shelves, and the DLC versions will be out later. Or later. Later. Well, you know, the way it works with Xbox Live sometimes, I can see a company getting tired of waiting for Microsoft to queue them up and just say, okay, fine, we're going to release the retail ones now, and we'll do the PSN version whenever the Xbox Live version gets approved. (laughs) That... Still doesn't explain why they're holding the PC one, though. Oh. Oh, interesting. They're holding all three downloadable versions. I don't know what's up with that, but whatever. We're waiting to see if it truly does suck as much as we think. <laughs> it doesn't look good, does it? No. Uh, did anyone, the who played really it? Nice, though. Oh, yeah. I did. All right. You like the gameplay? That's that's the important part of a puzzle game, isn't well, it? Well, it's, it's funny. The game was still <laughs> yeah, in beta. That is the point. Yeah, the, it was, the game was still in beta when I played it. And it was really rough, but I mean, 
even with having like all those PR guys surrounding me, I was still pretty absorbed in the game, and I ended up playing I think longer than I should have. Ah, okay. Make such a comment there, but I won't. Okay. <laughs> We're just about I have all these guys around me, and I can still play the game. I'm like, what? Oh, because so, you know you're <laughs> surrounded by everyone. Like, how does he look in the game? Does he like the game? <laughs> they're like yeah, taking. They're, they're, they're doing like a science study on you. <laughs> yeah. How much perspiration does he have? The, the mm, interesting. <laughs> do you smell fear from him? No, I do not. All right. Um, <laughs> speaking of games that we just don't know what to think of by their looks, Nier has a release date. It's uh, April 27th, 2010 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in North America. It'll be launched April 23rd in Japan and the 24th in Europe. So interesting that it's a near simultaneous worldwide launch. Uh, this is the action game, I guess. Is it really an RPG? Oh, they're billing it as action RPG? RPG. Okay. I couldn't remember. I didn't try this at TGS because I was under the impression it was full action, so... uh, You should have tried it. Apparently, I I really thought it was full action, so I was confused. Um, The Nier will fight through hosts of beasts in order to learn the truth about blah, 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 blah. This is the one where we get the, um... We get the old action, you know, the old war hero type looking guy instead of the young pretty boy because the U.S. doesn't appreciate by showing heroes, I guess. No, we don't. No. Moving on. <laughs> now Pirates the of Jonas the... Brothers. Here we go. Anna, remember Pirates of the Burning Sea? She tries not yeah. to. Yeah. This is the game we have... really liked and enjoyed playing, but then the economy kind of broke it for us, right? Well, no. This was the, uh, they had the giant blockade. Oh, right. Remember, we were playing and we were playing, and then there was like this guild of ten or twelve people that had rushed to fifty yeah. and decided that they were going to be like the bullies of the server. Yep. And so you ended up having like four or five ships that set up a full-time blockade between the newbie area, between basically the one to twenty area and the rest of the world. <laughs> Yep. So you couldn't actually travel between them. Which you kind of need sucks. to do while leveling up. You, which you <clears> need <throat> to do, even if you're over level 20. Yeah. So, yeah, that was really You basically have to buy a ship. You have to sell your ship, buy a crappy ship, expect to get blown up, and just keep buying the crappy ship till you make it through. Then go buy a new ship in a port in the other area. <laughs> which really yeah. sucks. So and then never go after- back. At that point, we were sort of like, yeah. yeah I so, and we haven't played this game for like a year. Um, and more than that. Yeah. I reviewed it and, oh, okay. More but like it's obvious years. that they've got less people on the game now. Um, <laughs> more than just us have left it. And so they're going to whittle down from five servers to two in a move to increase the population density on the servers. So, and that's always a good thing. Because if you have people thing. bullying you around, at least you have a better chance of mounting a resistance force if you have more people well and there's also the fact that i mean the economy is 100 percent player run yeah so you need players (laughs) when i was playing i had chris doing a raw material for me and i had ian doing a raw material for me and i was actually like completely running the cannonball market Mm -hmm. which is cool Uh, at least at one port um three three ports nice you, you have Monopoly on Cannonballs? Yeah. I, I did. I had a Anna has big balls. Monopoly Wait, no. on oh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I, I like, don't, don't make the balls go. Don't. Oh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's just to give you, uh, you know, a realistic example of why it's bad to have low population service in Pirates. Yeah. 
one person should not be able to run the cannonball market in like that many ports. Yeah. It should be difficult to run the cannonball market in one port. All right. No so here's the thing. Um, they're going to do this movement, but they're, they're doing it in a really weird and stupid way. So you need to move your character. Because you have the choice. It's not like Blackbeard goes to Rackham and... Well, you know. they should have come up with a default choice. Because if you don't, your character may be deleted from the old server. <laughs> you can move it or we'll just But it. they're giving people who have inactive characters free playtime. So they can play from Mar- February 5th to March 5th for free in order to go in and move the character. So all you got to do is reinstall the game, go in there, move your character if you're ever thinking of coming back to it. So this is a public service announcement. Otherwise, they, your character may go bye-bye. So Bye-bye. I really enjoyed the ship battles in that game, but it just got too complicated for me with the economy. I miss that game, though. I want to play that, but it's just you know. it's too much. It was just too involved. Pirate, I do, because it's about pirates, Mike. Pirates are cool. Okay. I got to I got to be a pirate and blow people's ships up. That was awesome. No? You could be a pirate. Pirates pirate are passe, man. Huh? Pirates are passe. They're passe. Yeah, it's all about zombies now. <sighs> Forget zombies. I'm done with zombies. What about ninjas? It looks like crap and it play stage says he just tried it. Oh, okay. Um I disagree. Um I really enjoyed the way the ship battles looked actually. I enjoyed the graphics of sailing and stuff. Thought it was very relaxing. You're the only oh, one. Pirates? Yeah. Yeah. Pirates. Yeah, stage is disagreeing like, with me in the chat room, so. No. I mean, I think people fail to realize that this game started development in like 2003. Yep. Trust me, the graphics are are good. Yeah, when you get off the boat, it's problematic. That's one of the downsides of the game, but the ship battles are fun. Yeah. But they could become hand tedious. Hand-to-hand so. combat yeah. needed Ugh. some major balancing. Yeah, it did. I wonder if they fixed it at all. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah. They added another class, which is supposedly supposed to be better at hand-to-hand. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Um, speaking of new releases, uh, I guess I'm, we're not speaking of new releases, but I'd like to speak about new releases. <laughs> Next oh, <would> week, <laughs> Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief, comes out. Sheer and the Wanderer <laughs> 3 comes out for the Wii. And See, I, I that? was going to mention that when we were doing the Valentine's thing. Yeah. I was so surprised the pause was. I'm like, oh, Ian, Sheer and 3, please. Mm. <laughs> no, not going for Sheer and 3? You're waiting for no, reviews. Like no. I'm waiting to see how it reviews. Okay. You have some people you trust reviews for on that game? Because that's one of the hard ones to find a good reviewer for. Yeah, that you got to find someone who actually likes the random dungeons and all that stuff, and then how yeah, they think. And that's hard. I'm not yeah. reviewing it, so... Us? Us? You're waiting for us. Okay, just us. All right. <laughs> I don't um, know who us is doing Star it, Ocean, so. The Last Hope International also comes out. Given the last international game I played, I don't know if that makes you happy or not, but... Because that would be what... I'm just... Oh. <laughs> Say what? No, yeah, PS3 version, yep. International. It'll be good I don't know now. why. I, I didn't hate the first Star Ocean, but I just can't seem to play any more of them. Mm. I, I don't think they're the kind of games you play back-to-back. Maybe. Maybe I do need that year-and-a-half break between them or something. Just a little bit of a break, and then try Star Ocean 2. I mean, Star Ocean 2 is the one everyone remembers, right? So you should give that one a try. Okay. But the problem is the endings. Gosh, I, I really like playing that game, and I really hated the endings, so it's really hard for me to just... It's missing that end cap for me to really give it a full recommendation, but mm-hmm. I guess if you don't care about much what happens after the credits, I guess it's, you should you should give it a shot. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> Not really. All right. 
that's all we got this week um, as far as news. So why don't we go into our picks? Anyone want to want to volunteer their pick? Mass Effect 2. Ooh, so you're going to start <laughs> us off with Mass Effect 2? Oh, Someone finally yeah. played yeah, it. Manny, did you play it at all? I have Mass Effect 2 discussion this week, so um, I'm just going to tune out now. Yeah, should we wait maybe and do that at the end so people can turn off? No. Okay. Wait, what about Mass oh, okay. Effect 1? You guys oh. never talked about how you completed Mass Effect 1. Well, we, oh. we completed no, it. We don't need Shit to waste up. time doing that, really. <laughs> the show is already long enough this week. All right. Well, I don't know what there's to say about it. I mean, it's a great game, and we all finished it, and... Um, I'm, I'm glad we got Who through it. out of us is not going to talk about Mass Effect 2? You? Me. What? Half of you? Manny has not yet. purchased it. Manny, what's your problem? Hey, March is coming soon, man. I'm trying to save everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I, I have to admit, what did I say? I wasn't going to get it. I wasn't going to get it. And then Dingledorf here talked me into it. I did talk you into it, and you're liking it, aren't you? I love it. It's, yeah. still, it's not 5 out of 5, but I do love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I just there's enough wrong with it. I cannot say best game ever or whatever they're saying, but it's it's good. You well, definitely you're never play. gonna find a game you can say that about. But... I have. Oh, okay. I've given fives. Don't to, give me that nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to what? To Dragon Quest Eight. I didn't ask. <laughs> you knew you didn't want to know. I no, know. no, don't tell me. Not Dragon He's Quest. He's gonna say Dragon Quest Eight, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Can't help it. Uh, all right. Ironically, I have not been playing a lot of video games this week because I've been doing a lot of reading. Oh, so that? My pick this week is Karen Armstrong. Yeah! <laughs> Karen Armstrong? <laughs> Karen Armstrong. What is that? Um, she is an author. She mm-hmm. is an ex-nun. She went into the convent at 17, and she spent seven years there. Came out seven years uh, after seven years. Uh, she's like, I fail at being a nun, and I quit. And then she had just a really interesting life. She started going to Harvard. Yeah, because it was one of the first ones with a female college. No stage. I'm not going to repeat the comment that just happened. You don't need to repeat it. Just keep going. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so she wrote... um, two basically uh, biographies about her life, and I read the second half, which is Beyond the Spiral Staircase, and uh, it actually describes the situation in uh, the situations leading up to how she's actually written all of her other books. So the, the one that I'm reading now is called A History of God, and it goes through um, basically how our religious beliefs came to be what they are today. Mm-hmm. So it starts in like you know, 1200 BC and moves forward from there. And it's absolutely fascinating. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually really stoked reading this. And uh, once I finish that, I have, it's a book about uh, Jerusalem and how it has uh, the three branching religions. Mm-hmm. I don't know a ton about it, but that's what I've been doing this week instead of playing video games. That sounds really almost as fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it almost really as fun as watching hey, someone else. Hey, bear in mind that Religion is my major degree. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, my pick for the week was uh, Fix My Mac. <laughs> fix fix My Mac. Mac? That's what you did all did, week? Did you, did you use a tiny knife <laughs> and a screwdriver like I had to? All I know is that after this podcast, I'm being styling leopard. Ah, okay. Just leopard, it's not just... snow leopard? 
Oh, and then I have the Snow Leopard disc too. I need. To, I think I. I can't reinstall from Snow Leopard. Yeah, alone, you can. can. I? Yeah. Oh, fantastic! That yeah. saves me a lot of trouble. Yeah. All right. He's like, hooray! It saved me like five hours. <laughs> yeah. I just install it straight, I believe. Yep. We we uh, I, I'm from hearing on MacRake Weekly and stuff. I never. I thought I heard them talk about how there's no upgrade check. So. Great. That's my thing is messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that sucks. Um, let's see. All right. So you guys didn't actually play games, and that's why you're not playing Your whole about. week was like that, Manny? Wow. Well, it was, I mean, I think I did most of my computing. First, I was just trying to find my, uh, yeah, because I, I, I thought I found some, like, interim solutions, and I thought, okay, it worked in just fine, and then that solution would break, and then I was just reading some more stuff. Mm-hmm. It started, the problems really started, like, in the middle of the week, around, that like, sucks. Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. What are you talking about? You had no Great. iPhone games at all, like, anything? Yeah, what's your oh, iPhone? I just using my iPod Touch to surf the web as, as much as I needed to. Hmm. Yeah, I, I couldn't go to the Apple Store during the week anyway. You know, I, I yeah. couldn't exactly lug my big iMac over to the iMac Store, uh, the a- Apple Store. Yeah. Um. Uh, what we did notice is that as far as iPod games go, there's this new Open Faint application, O P E N F E I N T, and every day they're giving away another free game. So if you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch and you want free games, get that open fane application and check it every day and you'll get another free game that may or may not suck, but hey, it's free. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just downloaded Lions Pride together mm-hmm. today. Yeah, we did. And Texas Tea is also free today. Um but you know, by the time you listen to that, this it's probably no longer valid. What, you're not going to post it 2 hours after we do it like last week? I'm going to try to get it up today. I don't know. Um I may end up getting delayed due to Super Bowl preparations and the party tomorrow and stuff. Got to so. make Nacho Mount. Yeah, that's right. I'll see what I can pull off. I mean, if the alternative oh, is playing more White Knight Chronicles, I think I'll have it up there <laughs> soon. Best recipe I need to give you for Super Bowl Sunday. It is a beef and chili... Uh, it's a beef and bean stew with... It's so good. I don't think so we're doing stews. You can actually dip chips stew. into it. Jesus. Stew is sort of a misnomer. It's really good. Anyway, carry on. Mm. I don't know. Velveeta and chili is all you really need. Anyway, only thing better than honey and ketchup is bologna and whipped cream, as Mo said. Ew. Mm, it's a Three Stooges thing. Are you pregnant? It's still ewing. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess then, you know, we should talk some Mass Effect, and then Manny should drop off. We should talk Mass Effect 2. All right. So, you guys can get like heavy spoiler over here? Um, well, for Mass no, Effect 1. Well, we could do. Well, Mass let's, let's, one, let's wrap up Mass Effect better... 1. And talk about the right. things you want to talk about, Manny, or just I guess the end of the game and stuff, and then Mass Effect Two. Yeah, we should get somewhat spoily. All right. In that case, then I'll I'll say goodbye after that point. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And Anna, I don't know if all you right. want to stay on at all. Um, it's up to you. <laughs> as far as we know, she's gone. already gone. Like, right. it. No. <laughs> I just wanted to do that because it was going to be funny. Okay. <laughs> I'll turn it out. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's get this going. Let's get this going. So Mass Effect 1, Michael and I played through it at the end of January, very early February. I finished those, it the, the morning that Mass Effect 2 came out. So. For those who aren't keeping up, he's playing Paragon mostly. and I, For Mass Effect 1, I was playing mostly Renegade. I was not being very harsh, but, you know, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So we, we, have our, we have both sides of the story, basically. So where did we leave off? I don't remember. Um, very um, early. <laughs> yeah, because we, we basically no for through this game. 
Say what? Yeah, Aunt Manny? Gave up. Yeah. We basically stopped talking about it because we were waiting for Phil to leave the Citadel. Yeah, well, screw Phil. So we... <laughs> I don't know if he ever did. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I remember you just got Liara, right? You both got Liara last time no. we talked. Oh, well, we got her? Or... Okay, sure, it doesn't yeah. matter. We've, we've both gotten her since then, anyway. <laughs> I got her in an entirely different way. What? <laughs> oh, that's right. She was your girlfriend. She was my girlfriend. Um, and just so people know, the spoilers have begun, and they will continue to the end of the show. <laughs> That's right. So, if you're so Mass Effect 1 spoilers now, and we'll tell you when we start transitioning to Mass Effect 2. Um, mm-hmm. Mass Effect 1, yeah, I, and I went for Ashley. <laughs> I just she decided to go... Mom. I, I always go take the exotic choices, so I figured, why don't I do a more mundane choice once? I love... Oh, okay. I thought you said... I was going to say, how is Ashley exotic? What's up with that? Well, she's not blue, obviously. Yeah. Oh, that may, yeah, she's that, She does stand out among that crew. She's <laughs> <laughs> the only human besides Shepard. Yeah, I think Shepard was looking at all the choices going, hmm, alien, 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 human. Ah, there we go. <laughs> all we needed was yeah. a gay elf. That's it. It would have been complete. Oh, gay elf. Anyway, so, yeah. Uh, what else to say? Well, there we in the hard oh, choice. Oh, what do you say, Manny? Oh, as you say, I'd love to hear your impressions of the overall, of the overall story. I, mean, I love the overall story. Uh, you know, the side quests are all throwaway as far as story goes. Even bring down the yeah. sky. Definitely the the sec the Paragon Station or Paramount Station, whatever Pinnacle Station. Uh, Pinnacle Station crap. is nothing but a totally. Um, well, you didn't play it, so. Well, no, but I read about it, and it's yeah. totally. It's just like it's like a, an amusement park kind of thing. It, it's it's all time trials and stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, tr- I went back and tried to beat it, and I got a lot further than I did the first time I tried, but I still couldn't finish it all off, so I never got access to the content you are really buying that for, like the bonuses for your character, which really sucks. <laughs> but oh well. Because none of that carries forward in the second game, so it doesn't matter. Right. Well, they can't because it's, you know, it's optional content. Yeah, well, they've, they've had a lot of optional things that you choose to do in the first one show up in the second one. I won't give any examples right now because we're not spoiling Mass Effect 2 right now. Um, but what is... a you know the the main story when you actually do that, which it's kind of surprising how short it ends up being. But each of those main story <laughs> missions are very meaty and full featured, and there's lots of optional choices you can do to help. That is usually something you can do to help some other person on the, the mission, and it gives you like extra Paragon points. So I love being able to do that, um, especially like on Vermeer. Um, <laughs> Vermeer was a great one, for example. Just. I love that environment. Apparently, it's based on some like Southeast Asia area location, like Vietnam or something like not Vietnam, um, whatever. And it was just just that whole watery area where you're driving around with the Mako. I love that. It looked great. And um, yeah, I loved, I loved it until I hit a rock and it flipped me off the cliff and killed me. That was awesome. <laughs> well, you don't want to do that. Did, how'd you like? Uh, how'd you like Commander Kirahe? You know the the. Solarian yeah. Task Force guy and all that stuff. Was, hold is, the line. Give this shit. Hold the line. And everybody's like, dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to give this speech. He's clearly not military bred. He's clearly not, you know, the gung ho. I think he's know, meant. I think you're supposed to believe he is actually, Mike. Well, the race isn't, though. The race is all like these little scrawny scientists. Oh, no, no, no. Man, the Solarian Task Group, you haven't been paying attention to the side story stuff. They're. they're they're elite commandos. They're where the specters. That's the mo- they are the models for the specters. Yes, because they're so intelligent and they outsmart everything. Right. They don't just go in and come in guns blazing and trying to figure out what the hell's going on. You know, they're they're totally it's like having like, an army of James Bond. <laughs> yeah, why not? 
Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's not all just it's not Rambo. And they work together well enough. Uh, but the big decision in that sequence is: Do you kill Rex? Right? Yeah, and I did not. Definitely not, because I'm Paragon. But Michael, you I did not. I did not kill Rex. I did scare the crap out of him with my intimidate skills, but I did not kill him. Because oh, you resolved actually... it. Yeah. So that's one of the two that gets you the achievement for resolving an impossible situation um, with your charm or or um, intimidate. The the other one is the the dude on the the Thorian planet, um, where it's also a level twelve check. Um, so it was interesting that. Um, it wasn't, could, was it level 12? I thought, because I only You had need 10 12 in Charm intimidate, or Intimidate, I correct. thought. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why it gives you that achievement for that one, then. Because the, the dude with the Thorian, that's a level 12 check. Because I did it with 11, didn't work. <laughs> I had to put the point in to get to 12. Which one with the Thorian? There's the dude that wanted to, like, wipe out the... You had to convince him to... What was that, it? That, he was holding the gun, right, to the women? No, no, he wasn't. He wanted to, okay. he wanted to stop stuff on the planet or something like that. It was the one with the Thorian, and you he, you had to convince him that you could turn this into a marketing thing now and and ah. get people back on the planet and like and and do it all up well because they you know the company wanted to just shut everything down and and cl- close it oh, all down. And, and oh, whatnot. yeah, yeah. I didn't care. I I was just being. Turkey, anyway. Yeah, I was a 100 percent paragon, and my skills weren't high enough, so I ended up just shooting him in the head. Yeah, you could do it that way too. Um, that, that was, was the, that was the other the was alternative was shooting him or keeping head. him alive. I had no other choice. Just like I'm not letting you do this, man. Don't give me a choice. And he raised his gun. And, uh, suicide by paragon. So that's the only way to the only way to save him and uh, resolve the situation peacefully for both him and the company involved um, is to have that 12 charm or 12 intimidate, I guess. No, well, I never got it because I never got my Renegade high enough, so. Hmm. I only right. finished you, the game. You, you tried to get Renegade, but you couldn't fill I it up. I did, but I couldn't. It was hard. Yeah, it was very I mean, I easy. to. I filled Paragon, like, yeah. by next extra 25%. like, I'm done with Paragon. I'm yeah. like, whatever. I'm, like, 40% at that point. It was like, and I'm trying to be. The problem is, is I was too nice to my crew. Oh, okay. Because I was, you know, I'm trying to be friendly, and I was checking out the romance. Well, then and you like, weren't you know, fully renegade. Yeah. No, I never said I was. I never, in Mass Effect One, I was never trying to be fully renegade. I was just trying to kind of be a, you know, a badass. Yeah. Well, that's easy in Mass Effect Two, but oh. <laughs> it's, it's like either way you play, you're badass. It doesn't matter. Oh, Mass Effect Two. Uh, yeah. I so, renegade. what did you like about the, so at the end, um, fighting fighting Saren? Um, I thought it was interesting because I made Saren shoot himself in the head. <laughs> Me too. I yeah, <laughs> I, I hate you people. Yeah. <laughs> you had to fight him twice. <laughs> yeah, we only I mean, had to like, fight him once after he's reanimated. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could. I don't think I could intimidate him. I, mm-hmm. you, maybe that's also a twelve check. Yeah. But oh, maybe that's like, the other one then. Okay. Whatever, yeah, that's just, right. It's not Rex. It's Saren. All right, I stand. Okay. I didn't corrected. check the achievements anyway because they're hidden. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know, but, and that's yeah. I actually. So yeah, I was. I didn't think there was, you know, it's like, well, I can't intimidate him. Well, okay, then I'll just shoot him. <laughs> Whatever. I wanted to kill him anyway. I, that was yeah, I know. You're thing. a renegade. You I wanted, wanted to kill, to him. kill yeah. him. I I really was disappointed in that whole end speech and how Saren kind of turned at the end there and tried to shoot himself in the Paragon Path. Because if you read the book, this is not a nice guy. This is not a guy who turns back oh. to the good side. 
This is well, this is a guy who's this, just this an is ass. The discussion where can you truly understand who's sovereign and who's sovereign? I but he, as I understood it in the book, um, well, he was ruthless. At the very end is only is the part where he starts to get influenced by sovereign, and that's like it, right? Right. Before then, he was he was ruthless, He's, but he wasn't and like he hated humans. And he, well, didn't he did hate a, humans, without a doubt. And, like, here he's like, oh, thank you, Shepard. Like, what? No. This is not Saren. Like, Saren's true nature, getting under the inf- out of the influence of Sovereign, would still be an ass. That's true. <laughs> and it's like, like it remember, wasn't the case. In the whole plant, you know, in the book, he just trashes the place. He's like, screw the humans. They're all going to die. And you're like, what? Yeah, I don't... But remember, he wasn't a total monster. I mean, he had plenty of chances to shoot the, the old captain. What was his name? Anderson. Anderson? He had plenty yeah, of chances to kind of needed him. Mm-hmm. But he, him, I, I the fact that he was considering, like, I could shoot him now. You know, that's the kind of guy he is, and that didn't right. jive with the Saren we saw revealed in the game, in my opinion. Well, in yours, I felt the the in Saren in the game was different than I had the no Saren. Problem shooting him. Right. I thought it was but different. Destroying the Citadel and destroying the Council, I probably went against everything that he did stand for as a Spectre. Say that well, again. He was gone as a Spectre. Oh, okay. Well, and that's why when you talk to him, you get to, you reach that one last little bit of him that's still his old sentient self, and you say to himself, "Destroying the council, destroying the citadel. That's not what I ever wanted as a specter. I just wanted to get rid of the humans." He says, that's, that? "See, that's oh, that's what see, I'm imagining. Yeah. That's why he killed himself." Hmm. See, I didn't have that problem. I didn't. He I didn't get that up, feeling, but that's cool. He got up in his little floating thing that he had. Well, on I mean, his I read the book like, you did. and I just shot him down. Yeah. I remember from the book is he did he hates the humans but he does everything for the council he does everything for the citadel he does everything yep. for for what he believes is proper space and then under his influence of sovereign he destroyed everything he worked hard and believed in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was his his only redemption was to kill himself. That that, yeah, he really did screw up. Oh, our broadcast disconnected. What's going on? Well, I'll get that working. We can keep talking. Um, oh. We did. We did miss another big scene, though that that we should have talked about um, um, guys, on the planet. Yeah. The stream died. Yes, I just noted that. Glad it you were listening. Be, it should it should be back up and running again. If people refresh. Um, yeah, Live so. podcasting <laughs> in the making. Yeah. Was, yeah one good. big scene that we missed was on the planet where you have to sacrifice one of your beloved party oh, members. Oh, I was That's... dating Ashley, so I bye bye, Kaiden. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Kaiden. <laughs> I try to and save both. It's like they string you along on that, and they you they, really they try do. to they do both, and you go back, and you're going to do both, and then they and then, just say it's a choice. Deal with it. Stand like, there. No. <laughs> yeah, you stand there on the bridge. They're both calling for your help. You have to make the choice. Uh, so, yep. I knew that was going to happen. And they Did both you want you to choose the other person. They just make it hard on you. I had no problem because I never got any attachment to Caden. Yeah. No, I, I mean, didn't like people. his biotic. I didn't like that he was like always. Just kind of a whiny guy. So you like, all no. sacrificed Caden. I'm the only one who saved Caden. Yeah, Kaden. screw Caden. <laughs> well, it's because he was a, he was the ranking officer. Uh-huh. I mean, he was actually working on the bomb. I figure if there's anyone I have to save, it's. Oh, well, see, be I had Ashley working on. The I had bomb. Ashley working on the bomb too. Yep. Oh, I sent Ashley over to go uh, help with the Solarians. Yeah. And well, she no. was holed up in the hole. My original theory was that whoever I sent away was going to die. I didn't, you know, when I first played, I didn't realize I'd get this whole choice. 
Yeah, well, I, that's part I of stringing that. along. So the second time, I already I knew that, so I just sent Caden away, so I didn't ever have to deal with him again. <laughs> just, I didn't know anything about this. I didn't know I had to sacrifice anybody. I guess to me, it made logical sense. I'll have the smart biotic guy who knows about tech work on the bomb, and I'll have Ashley the soldier go with the special forces. Well, guys. they were teasing so, it. it. They were smart about it because they teased it. The Solarian made it clear that it's likely the guy you send with us isn't going to make it. And then, right. it, you know, but then, then you get the chance to start, uh, you know, helping them and making sure they survive. And you start getting the feeling, well, maybe I, oh, because I did these little optional things, things are going to work out and I'm going to get to keep both people. And then yeah. ultimately they're like, nope. <laughs> you stand on there they and were they smart like, about it. decide one or the other. Well, my question was, if you don't go back and save the person with the nuke, does the nuke still go off? I don't know. I don't know how it works then. I'm, I'm curious. All the the oh, no. Yeah. They remember how it works is. They can set the bomb off, but they're going to get blown up by the bomb. That's oh, how it works if right. you leave them. But yeah. but oh, so I guess Saren comes to attack wherever you are. I think he comes after you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's I'm I'm, uh, I'm assuming so because there's important plot point. You know, conversation to have. That was a really there. sucky place for a battle. <laughs> oh yeah. In yeah, the nuke area. The yeah. Yep. <laughs> Why is that, does it go off? You, just, you would just think you wouldn't have a gigantic battle in front of a bomb that can kill Yeah, it's everybody. probably a bad place to have a battle with a bomb. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking there was, like, no cover. There was, like, the one fountain in the back and the one wall. Other than that, it was literally, like, duck and dodge the whole time. Well, the only cover was the bomb. <laughs> oh, no, there was a fountain if you backed up a bit. Or you could get in one of the doorways and use that the wall. There was a but little bit just... of cover, and it actually worked better if you ran forward to some of the later cover down the, the aisle, but... Well, By then he was I down there the whole down. time. I was trying to, you know, snipe him away. And I know, stuff, but, but he stays out of range. But is that the first time we really see Saren in action? Yeah, in that one? it is. It is. I was really impressed with him when I saw that. He just mm-hmm. sort of just swoops out of the sky and just handed me my ass. And yeah, he turns into the He's green goblin. Like, Did he? Great. He seemed yeah. pretty easy to me. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, just like in the cutscenes, the cutscenes. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Situation. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh wait, I can't kill you. Yeah. Um, what else is it? Well, oh, the council. So, who saved the council? I saved the I council. Oh, guys are chumps. Well, it didn't matter. I, I let him. Try. Well, I know, right. but I, well, thing, I if I'm making a decision, yeah. and this this is just me, if it's mm-hmm. destroy the sovereign or save a bunch of pompous whiny asses, I'm going to kill the sovereign. But you know, you could do both. I didn't know I could do both. We didn't well, know how much firepower we had you left could've... in the food. No. What, what did yeah. you think was going to happen? What? You were going to get no, the no. bad ending because you tried to save the council? In, in realistic <laughs> tactics, okay, you're focusing your firepower on the single greatest target. If you lose people in the process, you could lose far more trying to save the council and not have enough to defeat Sovereign. I think it would be so bad. Oh, Robomanny. Okay. I mean, it's just one of the things where it's like you have to make the tactical decision and you know what the council oh well mm-hmm. but how would it look for humanity to let the council die they barely oh, got it here did, didn't look great at all i'm sure especially when i you know start picking humans to go on the council you know whatever oh, they, everyone's gonna hate you it just sound, it just feels so earth first you know it was citadel first it was lose the millions of lives on the citadel or the three whiny bitches on the ship yeah but guess what happened because I saved the council, now we have a human on there too. Something that the Batarians always. Well, no, 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 don't don't spoil Mass Effect Two until that's we get to Mass Effect Two. That's not spoiling. That's Mass Effect One. No, yeah, that's at the end. Um, you choose who goes on the council at the end. Okay, so tell us what happens if you let the council die, Mike. 
Uh, if you look at Council Die, they're trying to pick a new council, and you pick between Anderson and Adina, who is going to be the human representative to lead the council. Yeah, so it makes it sound like you're going to become like the the forefront of the council or whatever. And right, and I guess if you save the council, does one of them die then, or what? No, How if you, you get... save the council, they say that um, we'd like to give humanity a role out. in the council. No, nobody. The council they just becomes make a four. Yeah. That's lame. <laughs> you, they, they say they'll add humanity as a council race. Check the jury now. He's just blind anyway. Okay. It's his, it's his race that causes this whole problem. He should okay. get kicked out. Okay, okay. <laughs> what? You can't hold it. That's how racist. That is racist. <laughs> how racist against these fake races. I know. Jesus. Hey, this is the one time that claim of racism actually makes sense, though. I know. They are legitimately another race. So how did you guys feel about how... Um, the story actually worked out, you know, and, the, and where the uh, Protheans fit into it all and how long you know, of a cycle it is. And, you know, none of this technology thought right. was Prothean is actually Prothean and all thought, that. We didn't talk about the gigantic reveal that it was the ship was really behind was. Yeah. It's, well, if you didn't read the, the book. The ship did it. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't know it was the ship you from reading the first book either. You kind of did. I kind of forgot it then. Something was affecting him. I kind of forgot it then. Mm. Yeah, but we didn't know that the ship was actually a sentient creature yeah. and responding. Yeah, that, and that there's know. all these I mean, reapers we, waiting out in dark space. That they built all the ba- the citadel and all the Mass Effect relays and all that stuff. Just well, so I don't like they slaughter you all the time. What I do like is how vague it is. I mean, you don't understand why they're doing this. It's just no. they understand it, though. That's a good point. But they yeah, they, they do a you. nice cop out there by saying, "Well, we are not going to explain it to you because you could never truly understand it." Well, you that's, cannot comprehend. That's a, that's that's a cop out. So they're well, going to have to deal with that at some is, point. I, well, no, I think it's I think it's something that's going to come full force. They're, they're going to have to explain it at some point, and hopefully, I hope they don't explain it too to much it. because I always like the idea of having the really true sense of another. Because sometimes aliens are far too human. And oh, their motivations okay. are human, mm-hmm. so it's nice to have like a, a real sense of other when it comes to aliens. Like you don't, if you ever watch the, the children. Yeah, of Earth, but at that point, it becomes or, just a, a monster, and then it's dehumanized, and it's it's just a thing to well, be scared of and to kill. Yeah, there's that too. To be it's fair, though, I mean, not every sentient creature needs to think like a human does. Mm-hmm. But not. so that is the big reveal, right? So yeah, they destroy reveal. everything, and they do it periodically, and and we thought that the. The Forerunners, right? No, no, that's the Halo. The Forerunners, that's, that's Halo, isn't it? No, wait. What do they call the people who we thought build? The, the Protheans, right? The Protheans, yes. The Forerunners. Hey, they came before. <laughs> okay, yes, the Protheans. So this whole time we thought the Protheans built everything, and they're just just basically, the next, they were us, basically, right? Yeah. And that, that's, that's the thing I did kind of like, is they didn't cop out and say, well, the humans saved the universe again. It was actually the Protheans that give the humans the chance because they managed to pull this off. So the humans save the universe. <laughs> well, they saved it only because the Protheans did something. If the Protheans hadn't been there, human race couldn't have done anything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's well, not they, the typical, the human race is just the best race in, in the universe and we get to always solve your problems, like you know how Star Trek dealt with the Borg. It took mm-hmm. like the entire sacrifice of a whole species for us to come to that point. Yeah, and just because they managed to actually outsmart the Reapers and stay hidden long enough to create this problem. I mean, because basically what it sounds like is if the Protheans hadn't done this, the Reapers would have come and destroyed everything already oh, yeah. years ago. Yep, yep, the Protheans are the ones who were able to come up with the solution. And this is the thing the I did not understand. What? <clears throat> if the Reapers are supposed to come when the technological aspects of the races in this area have reached a certain peak... 
why are we still in awe about the Protheans technology? Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like we've reached that level yet. And we didn't yet come somehow... anywhere near it, and yet the Reapers are coming to kill us. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Maybe they'll do that think, Mass Effect 2. I think part of that was the fact that maybe the Protheans got too far, and this is their undoing, or maybe the Protheans weren't as cool as everybody thinks they were because everybody thought it was Prothean technology, but it actually wasn't. It was actually it Reaper technology. Yeah. But they so did maybe have the Protheans. They didn't understand as much as they thought they did. I think it might be, you know, just when galactic organic civilization gets to a certain point, like as a whole. Right. And here, it, a, here we a have num- a multiracial civilization. With the Protheans, we had a, a uniracial situation. Yeah, maybe it's like a number or a certain, you know, Who knows? Well, maybe they'll spread of the galaxy. Too, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it's how many times you've used the mass relays. Yeah, yeah. these are all questions that they hopefully will deal with. What I did like, though, is that... Um, that this whole story, all Mass Effect 1, felt like a complete story. You could stop after Mass Effect 1 and feel yes, satisfied. Yes, yeah, and they did that just, it's like Star Wars. I was movie, happy you know? with that. It wasn't yeah. like they were like, well, you're done. Here well, and then, well, you don't know how well the game's going to do, so it's good of them to do it like that. Like, we'd like to do 3, but here's a good ending if we Yes, can. but we hope that they treat 2 the same way. Yeah. Well, Have you I don't think you're going to... No, Anywhere we else? haven't, no. Okay. I don't think they're going to either. I'm about halfway. I think 2 is going to be a cliffhanger. And then we have to wait, like, what, two, three Well, years? there still was kind of a cliffhanger, because you still had the Reapers. So. Yeah, but it was like, I'm going to go deal with them. You could just imagine them going and kicking their, his, their asses solo at that point, though. It's like Shepard yeah, had ascended so high. It's like, like, he's just going to take care of this. We don't even have to worry about it. We don't need a game. Do, you know, I was kind of, you know, this is slipping more into two. But I was kind of surprised that they didn't decide to go, well, maybe since they're all sleeping, we should activate the... The, the relay, the citadel, and go through. You know, yeah, I, that'd be interesting, but who knows? Oh, uh, all right. So is that a good enough for one? I think so. Yeah. Covered all the big points, and you it's know a, what? We it's such about a great it. game, and I enjoyed playing it and coming home and looking forward to it. And I'm very glad to have gone through it. I just have one final question. Say before I run off. I just have one final question before. How, Miss? Did you enjoy the sex scene? <laughs> the big final sex scene. I know you love these big sex scenes in games. Hey, you know, it was all the digital pixel action I could get. <laughs> they actually did pretty well. I mean, if you, if you do get Liara, they, they go nice side shots and stuff. It was, it was nice. Uh, they yeah. do some good nice side shots, actually, too. Yeah, they I'm, I'm just wondering, who actually turned to any... Did you guys turn them down at all? Because you, 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 you can't oh, say, you know what? Oh, at the end? Up. Hell yeah, no! I was <laughs> the whole point of this was to see what it was going to happen. So no, I was not going to turn it down at all. If anything, I was a little over eager, and I was worried I had scared her off. <laughs> How sad when a video game girl is turned off. Well, the it's funny like, part is with <laughs> like, Liara, like, and with Liara, you don't even need to have sex to reproduce. So it's weird that. But it was still good. Oh okay. <laughs> so I have to ask. <laughs> forgive me, Chris. Yeah. So did you have any intimate moments with Ashley? Uh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> he was a guy, so it was boring. Say what? Wait, you could have played a woman? No. Uh, yeah, Michael I, I played, played a woman. woman. Yeah, Michael too. played a woman. And it so was it, interesting to hear, like, over the Skype, I would hear his character talking. It was like, oh, I remember when my guy said that. It didn't sound like that. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, he played a bit ahead of me for the last yeah. quarter of the game. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. I love, the female voice is great. I'm so glad to keep going with that. Mm-hmm. All right, then I guess I should say goodbye to everyone before you guys... Because I do plan on getting the game really soon. All right, so that would okay. be cool to talk about it when you get it. But yeah, let's, Great. Let's Thanks for having me on the podcast, guys. Yeah, let's see you next week, man. Fun. Yep. All right, bye, everybody. Bye, pause. Bye.
She's not watching. She's still here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael. Mass Effect right. 2. How far are you? How far what am level? I? How, what level am I? I don't know what level my character is. Probably like level 11 or something. Okay, so you're about 15 hours in? Um, At least. Okay, so we're about the same spot. That's good. Well, but we've done different things. I've done different like. things. I've been doing a lot more of the side quests than you have, I think, again. No, I've been doing most of the side quests. Okay. I ran out of side quests and had to do the main quest to open up more side quests. Ah, okay. Cool. I've done, obviously, Omega and all the stuff there. Yeah, I I've did Omega. Un- I've unlocked Ilium, but I haven't is done Omega any... not the coolest little slum you've ever been to? That is a great area. They did Omega so well. I love Arya, her character. Um, oh, I just wish there was more, because mm-hmm. it's like... You know, she's acting like this hard ass, and then you're like, and you find some stuff in quests, and you're like, well, maybe it'll turn her to your side. And did I did you her. did you do the um did you do the patriarch side quest? Not yet. Hmm. I did because go know, do it, that, and then you can talk more about her past. Yeah, I'd rather she just was useful. But you want to hear about her past, you know? But then I wasn't able to get her open up beyond that side quest. The patriarch, go get the patriarch side quest. Go sit there and listen to the patriarch talk for a while. He's great. He's got great little lines because he's like the Godfather, so it's it's fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, I totally yeah. cleaned up Omega. Well, you didn't. That's the you one didn't thing I side quest, but yeah. Well, no, but I mean, like, I well, I took out three gangs. What more do you want? Did you get poisoned by the bartender? No. Go to the uh, lower. The, there's two bars in the club there, and mm-hmm. one of them has a Batarian bartender. Go get a drink from him. I thought I got a drink everywhere. I don't remember getting poisoned, though. I just kind of stagger around sometimes when I drink a lot. Yeah, well, the Batarian one tries to kill you, so that's fine. Oh, that's nice so of go him. Go through that. You, you, I'm sure you'll enjoy dealing with him. Yeah, i probably just kill him. <laughs> um, I love the interrupts. I just love... He all the, yeah, you're doing all the, all the renegade interrupts are probably great. Oh, yeah, because you just sit there and it's like, this guy's talking to me, and you're just like, you know what, pull out the gun, point at his face, and shut the hell up, listen to me. Mm-hmm. And usually, you know, they're pissing their pants going like, okay, 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 don't kill me. It's so awesome. Oh, I sub- I basically treated this as, I mean, here's the big spoiler. Yeah. Once Shepard died and she came back, she said, the hell with this. I'm just going to be a total bitch. Life isn't short. You know, life's too short to be nice. Yeah, so what do you think about that? So I, I was very upset with the way Bioware handled themselves in E3, um, telling us basically Shepard may die and you may need to go on. The game will continue after his death, and you need to have picked a good crew. It's all about finding a good crew. Blah blah blah. I know blah. it was like and they totally they were played just on manipulated. The they were just they, they, was, they were all full of crap. And Shepard will die in everybody's playthrough. It's not he may die. He will die. The ship will explode. The first freaking thing. <laughs> it's like the first yeah. two hours. Ah, of the here's game. a collector ripping you in half. Mm-hmm. And you don't even find out until 15 hours in. It was actually a collector attacking you. Yeah, I know. It just you didn't really know what it was. It was just some weird ship. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah, you know, it, it created gossip. That's what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Was it EA or was it Bioware? Who knows? Who knows? Um, what else to say about Mass Effect 2 at this point? It's just, what do you think? So we have the issue of the council. We know what happens with the council in Mass Effect 2 now because in my game, the council's still there and the humanity's part. It's either Udine or Anderson, whoever you picked, is the fourth counselor, and it sounds like humanity's getting stonewalled just as much as they were before they were a council race. Even when they're <laughs> running the council, they're these are just are like, you oh, actually running this. the council in your game? Yes. You're you're the lead counselor or something like that? Lead count well, they didn't you know, they don't push lead council, but you the problem is I can't talk to council. Well well you talk to the you talk to humanity's representative, I, which I, I talk think to was Anderson, Anderson and he's what clearly is he, like what is he? 
like how does it work? Did he explain he how it works? He clearly keeps telling me that the other two are just completely useless. The other they two? Keep... They only have two other counselors? Yeah, they went with three like they had oh, before. Oh, okay. Interesting. Very so, interesting. So, you know, they keep stonewalling him, and he's like, oh, they're just bureaucrats through and through, and Udina should have been a better person because I just hate this job. <laughs> it's clearly exactly what he tells I me. I wonder what Udina's like if you pick him then. I don't know. I told him to F off. I know. Screw Dina. I don't like it. <laughs> he him. comes in and I'm like, what was the phrase? It was great. I says, I had a short list of people I didn't want to meet and you're top on the list. What? Udina? <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. <laughs> you're top on the list. <laughs> you were top on the list. Oh, Renegade in this game is wonderful. The Citadel is completely different. I was yeah. lost. I didn't. I haven't gone through all the Citadel. I really just talked to Anderson and left. And I need to go back and really oh. do everything. The whole, There's a the whole shopping side quest different. I need to do there. Yeah, uh, what's where you get the... Oh, God, the Krogans and the fish. The Krogans and the fish. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> These two Krogans want a fish I, from I'll the find, I, I want, I'll see it. Oh, but it's... They're just hilarious how much they want this fish. Mm-hmm. I will see And it. I was so mean to them. Oh, that's mean. I, I'm renegade. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, so character recruiting, this is hard to do for people just because well, you re- an, if it, you've been listening to this part and you don't feel too spoiled, um, if we talk about what characters you can recruit, you're going to feel spoiled about who shows up in the game that you don't know if it's going to be playable. Or yeah. not. If you so want that is, to be a surprise, you really shouldn't listen. So, okay. Um, obviously, we've seen that some people from the first game come back. Um mm-hmm. I have recruited um, Tally and Garrus myself from the first game. And, okay. And you have recruited I have Garrus. Garrus. I do not have Tally yet. She's okay. on the list. Yeah, she's on the list. So um, Garrus was... I love the reveal of Garrus because you don't expect it to be him. And then you see him. As soon as I saw I, him, I'm like, oh, they are not. They are not. And then he takes off his helmet. Sorry. They did. Oh, thank you, Bioware. That was a good call. As soon as I touch. realized Archangel was, was a Turian, it was Garrus. Oh, you thought... Was, okay, I didn't, I didn't catch it that early. I was like, oh, it just, it was I was like, oh, of course there's going to be a new Turian. I, mean, I need a Turian on the team. And then as soon as I saw him, I'm like, that's blue armor. That makes me think of Garrett. There's no way. Oh, of course it fits. It could be. Yay. <laughs> See, I knew his story. Yeah. His story was totally... I want to do things my way. I'm not going back to CSAC. CSAC sucks. I just oh, want to see. You know, I did I Paragon to path with him. See, I had the Paragon path with Garrus, so he wanted mm-hmm. to go back to CSAC. He wanted no, to go back he, to CSAC wanted... and eventually become a Spectre in Mass Effect One for me. See, in me, he did not want to be a Spectre. He's tired of rules. He he, he tried oh, to be a Spectre. That's interesting. Can't. Yeah. So he t- basically tells me, after this, I'm going to be a Vigilante. Ah, all right. Yeah, so I'm fits like, more with a the vigilante path, pissing yeah. off every mob he can think of. Yeah, in mine, yeah. he went back and tried to do stuff in CSEC, but he couldn't, you know, there was too much black red tape, and he couldn't help properly. And oh, so, I love when he goes to Citadel, and you talk to Garrett, and he's like, yeah, CSEC's just like they used to be. And then they go through things, he's like, wow, some things have changed. They actually are kind of mean, you know. Oh, uh, okay. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so that was a great reveal with, with Archangel. And, um... Uh, Jack is amazing. Jack <laughs> didn't is expect trippy. that at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to go get Jack. I'm like, okay. And I'm, yeah, I'm not really paying attention to what I knew. Mm-hmm. So I was like, when do I get the crazy lady? It's like, oh. Wow. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Jack? <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Oh. Uh, yeah, she just started uh, Jack. <laughs> yeah, Hi, that was that was Jack. fun. Just destroying Did stuff. Apparently, it's really cool if you bring Grunt along for that, but I didn't have Grunt yet. So, mm, who did I bring? 
It I don't think matter. Apparently, Grunt either. has is really enjoying Jack every destroying time. stuff and wants to oh, see her. Win. Every time I go anywhere with with Jack and Grunt, yeah, he's like idolizing her. Oh, really? <laughs> Plus, Jack is idolizing me because I'm doing everything she wants to do. Mm, okay, that's right. Like, um, there was one thing where, um, what was the last place I was at? In Ilium, and you're going up the towers. And you catch the one Eclipse Trooper talking on I'm radio. I'm not in Ilium yet. I haven't, you haven't done Ilium. Ilium yet? No, I told you. I haven't done Ilium yet. Oh, there's like five things to do there. I know. Anyway, I, I've been saving it because it's so long. There's this one thing where it, it's not a spoiler for you because you have the Paragon action. Oh, okay. You find this trooper and he's talking. Oh, this is the one they were showing off in the, in the demos at like E3 or like the year before where you can Maybe. halfway through the conversation, you chuck him out a window. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he went. Jack's like, wow, Shepard, maybe I can learn something from you after all. <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing they demonstrated the interrupt actions with, was that, that conversation right there. He's you like talking to you about crap. Oh, shut up. Guns, you so I just chuck him out the window. <laughs> oh, bye. Yeah, that's awesome. Big renegade points for that. Yeah, I would, I would imagine you get a few renegade points for that. Just a few. Just a few. <laughs> I liked, you know, I, I was originally you were saying we'll get the Paragon anyway, uh huh. Because you know you sometimes you get the Paragon interrupt and not the Renegade, right? If you don't do the Paragon interrupt, you oh, do you will get, get Renegade. renegade. Yeah, and same thing with the Renegade interrupt. If you don't do it, you get Paragon points. Ah, uh, have you see, done thought, have you done getting... Tachanka yet? No, that's the next place I go to. Okay, so I don't because I wanted to make that. sure I had everything there because I want to go there twice. Okay, yeah, there are so, two things that unlock. Front is like, oh, I want to go to Tachanka. How like, did you okay, know that was coming? Um, because he's uh, a Krogan. Yeah. And I know that Rex is on Tuchanka. Okay. Because they tell you he's on Tuchanka. Yeah. So I'm like, that is the Krogan homeworld. So at some point, Grunt does want to go home. Is that what you think? Because okay. he's a Krogan. Okay. And he doesn't know what the hell's going well, on. Well, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, but <laughs> I, I just didn't understand how you figured that out. So, yeah, just, there'll be two quests he, on Tachanka. He has to go least. to the Krogan homeworld at right, some point. Right, 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 and then right, I picked right, up right. some other quests to go to Tachanka, and I'm like, okay, so as soon as Grunt wants to go to Tachanka, then we'll go. Yeah, so you should do that. That's fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, try to... Oh, I don't want to say anything. Just talk to me yeah, after that. Um, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> let's see. Who else do we get? Um, we saw Ashley. Saw, I saw Ashley. She dumped me. She, she said, told me I she could said take screw you, you I'm alliance through and through I can't believe you're working <laughs> Cerberus how dare you you son of a blah, blah. well she didn't say that but and then, and then wrote, the next day she wrote me an apology letter on the email <laughs> she did not write me an apology letter no she didn't because you because I you told her what hard. she could do with her opinion in her alliance yeah and she <laughs> well and you also weren't you didn't have a relationship I wasn't romanced with her yeah I was romanced with her and she See, sent I, me an apology I, letter I walked into Liara's so office and she's like oh be, hi, baby and then I, we kissed I'm going to be keeping my shepherd pure and waiting for Ashley so I'll see how well that works out. No romantic at all? I think that's. I think I'm just going to lose on that proposition. I don't think Bioware built the game to actually take that sort of patience into account. But See, I was annoyed because the first thing I did when I talked to Jacob, I'm literally leaning back on the table. I'm like, hey, baby, what's up? I'm like, whoa, I am not doing Jacob. <laughs> so I, literally, I literally had to be like renegade. Yeah, renegade, Kel- uh, renegade, the, the counselor renegade. lady like propositioned me really early on, too. Kelly Williams, the, the yeah, the one who stands in, your secretary. Oh, did yeah. you? Oh yeah, she wanted me. She is so standoffish. 
<laughs> oh, you must have turned her off somehow. But you could easily have uh, a relationship. It's also with her. a woman. woman maybe it's not woman. a maybe it's not a renegade relationship. But no, she. Yeah, I looked it up. She can do woman to woman. Oh, well, that's too bad. Maybe it's because I told her to bug her off. Who are you pursuing? Her. You get you going to hook up with Miranda or something? <sighs> can you? Can you do I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if if Miranda's into that. I just got in a sorry, so I was probably going to go that route again. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you like once you go blue, you never go back. Especially when she's got her outfit is like, oh, oh yeah. See, I don't have an sorry yet, so I she makes it. Liara look really. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, baby. <laughs> got it. But yeah, I had to turn Jacob off quick. Cause it was like, wow, you clearly are supposed to be easy with Jacob. I think you I'm can not... go out with Morden. <laughs> We haven't talked about Morden yet. Isn't Morden like the best character ever? He's just a Soldarian. They're all they No, all do they that. don't all talk like that. That's Morden. Morden talks like that. He's so awesome. His one-liners are amazing. Talk to his him. His one-liners are five lines. His no, he, well, they're five lines in one sentence cuz he has <laughs> yes. three-word he just sentences. Stops in his sentence and says another one. Oh yeah, it's like, he's awesome. Yeah. It's, Sexually transmitted yeah. disease brought on board. Oh, unpleasant connotations. Unpleasant. It's like, what, what, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> what? And I'm like, do I have to do anything? No. Uh, okay. You have fun over there. I'll go talk to someone sane, like Jack. <laughs> Jack just came to yeah, me. Yeah, Journeys needs to stop talking about anything roundabout spoilers because you really are doing a bad job of not couching your spoilers. So don't read anything from Journeys in the chat room. Mike. I wasn't reading the chat room. Yeah, Journey is doing a very bad job of trying to give us reassurance about the future, but not spoiling by just spoiling. So, mm. <laughs> um, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's bad see. Peter. Yeah, I, I love Morden. He's my favorite new character. I love really? everything he says. His writing is fantastic. I, it's just you know how I like comedy, and I, he's the best and most funnily written yeah. character I think. So, um, who, who's your favorite new character so far? Well, it was going to be Jack, but now I meant the Justicar, and I kind of oh, you like the Justicar, okay? The the Asari, all right? Well, anytime you get a woman sitting on her knees and saying, "I'll do whatever you tell me to," oh, sure, okay. why not? Let's go this way. <laughs> I see how it is for you. <laughs> I like that she had an audible code that if you try to capture her, she kills you. Oh, that's good. I and it's an honorable that. because she can't be captured. Right. So I wouldn't know that yet. I haven't gotten there. Well, it might not happen for you either. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, anyone else? Anything else we can spoil emails? in this game? Yeah. The emails are great. I love the little emails because it's... This Sometimes is how I they're... feel like I should have been doing something. But like, well, some lady writes me and says, I'm so glad you saved my son, but my daughter got captured by the collectors. This, like, this is great. What that? they're, Yeah, that's out of this game. But isn't it wonderful how all the side quests you did in Mass Effect 1 are turning up via emails in Mass Effect 2? Yeah. So, like, um, I just got an email yesterday from the person from the Bring Down the Sky expansion. She mm-hmm. just gave me an email, like, saying, oh, thanks for what you did. I remember it. Um, I'm still here thinking of you. So blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's like yeah. all this sort of stuff, all this sort of follow-up from the first game. It's great. One thing I do kind of get annoyed about is they're kind of unclear how secret your being alive is. Mm-hmm. Especially when I stood in front of a camera and punched the journalist in the face. You think I pretty much make everybody know? Um, in the second game you did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't haven't had that happen. Yeah, because you didn't do anything in the Citadel. You okay. walk around the Citadel, you find the, the original... Yeah, she sent me an email. She said she wanted to interview me again, so... Yeah, and I walked up to her, and she started saying, so, you know, what was it like killing this council on? I said, you know what? This is my fist in your face. Oh, awesome. 
You should have said, I enjoyed every minute of the end and I hope to do it again or something like that. No, it was, you know, I'm tired of you using me to spread your own propaganda. Oh, okay. That's funny. Which is also funny because I was part of the spokes, I was the spokeswoman for the Terra Firma group in Mass Effect 1. So mm. that mm-hmm. also went well with my kill the council decision because I'm like, hey, look, humanity can kick ass now. <laughs> Terra Firma forever. Um... Earth first. <laughs> How, okay, so let's get into the bad parts. I complained about these last week on the podcast. Um, I don't. Planet I, I scanning. I, you know, once you get the enhancement, it's not so bad. What does the enhancement change? Because I didn't notice anything. Your mouse moves so much faster while scanning. Okay, I see, and that's like the difference. The my planet, mouse, I have a, a selectable DPI switch, so I can just make my mouse move faster. Mm-hmm. So that's so it. Did. It just makes the cursor move faster? Yeah, but I can scan a planet in like a third of the time now. But it, well, actually, also, no. I'm Here's also, the thing: when your mouse moves faster, you miss stuff sometimes. Sometimes no, you see the peak. Yeah, but sometimes you I'm move over too quickly. Oh, you're only looking for see. And I, I strip mine a planet. <laughs> there ain't nothing left by the so time long. I'm done. That see, does take care. a long time. I want well, the majority. Of the I want all the in- minerals because there's all these upgrades to get, and I'm so short on platinum all the time. So it takes forever. See, I, I hit like eighty-six thousand platinum at one point. Well, did you get the dermal regenerator thing? That's when I used it, yeah. And then yeah. I'm down to 36, and then I went back up to like 57, and mm. you know, it's for me. It's like I scan the planet, I spend five minutes, I get better luck with what I can find. When it even goes to poor, I say, yeah, I'm done, and I leave. Oh, see, because there's still peaks sometimes when it says depleted. One or two, but you know, if I, I usually do a quick scan around the probes I've already placed, and if I don't find anything, eh, it's there somewhere. I don't care. Okay. I don't want to waste time getting another peak, which is only like a thousand. Well, they can be like two thousand, like, three thousand. I did, I did find one platinum peak that gave me almost four thousand. Yeah, cool. yeah. But eh. So apparently, I the should move on to, to more planets. Right. Kind of, you know. I only go to the rich planets if it's even moderate. I don't even bother. Really? Unless I know there's element zero there. So how do you handle the planets in the remote systems? Um, when you fly it to the green and it opens up, and then you can do the fuel thing, which is just stupid. I don't even know why it's in the game. Um, Apparently, she can run out and burn your resources. Yeah, it's really stupid. <laughs> uh, overall, um, I haven't done too much. Okay. I did think there's a uh, there's I mean, a couple um, there's a couple places where like I got uh, you know you find anomalies; those are kind of fun. But in general, I'm not trying to do 100% searching on everything. Okay, that's fine. Oh, you can what actually, you can find anomalies? Yeah. I haven't found any anomalies. That's interesting. I found one where it was like, there was just a distress beacon, and while your scanner is up, it's just an anomaly, anomaly detected anomaly. It's the same thing you do if you go and find the Normandy again. Yeah, I saw, I remember it for that, but I didn't see it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I found it. There was just some random distress signal. I went down there. There were some bad guys. I killed them. I left. Huh. Okay. So, I mean, there there is an achievement for finding five of those, so they are out there. I don't care about the achievement. I just Also, in general, if you fly to a place you don't need to go to, mm-hmm. it's a crap ton of minerals. Oh, okay. I flew to one, you know, I was just going out of the Omega, and I picked one randomly. I'm like, ah, let's go to this one. Every single one was rich. Every single one, I totally, like, depleted my, my, uh, your probes. My probes, yeah. and I had to fly back and get more before I go to the next planet because I was getting so much crap. That's how I got the the dermal generation in like you know thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah, what I'm finding is the best thing to do is put on something on TV or something else that you want to listen to or watch, and just do some scanning. Yeah, watching the Lakers game. I I, I don't think it was a fun addition though. 
Eh, no. I'm I'm getting warmed up to it. That and the door hacking. I don't like the door hacking minigame. I don't care about it anymore because I have the double. Yeah, that helped a lot. Yeah, but still sometimes like the match two symbols things, I just find it more annoying than fun. The the thing I wish is not that it's annoying, but that if you really have to move across the entire board, Mm -hmm. you don't have enough time. Yeah. You literally have to like jolt your mouse over and hope you land on it because they if any you get a long string, they just don't hold long enough. Oh, right. I don't yeah. I don't know what's up with that. I click it and I click the other one. Oh, I didn't click it fast. Oh, I clicked the other one. I haven't like, had that issue happen, no. Your mouse eh. is really moving slowly apparently. I do I, like, I have a very fast mouse movement speed compared to a lot of people, so maybe that's part of it. Yeah, and I I especially I'm playing pistol. I need very finite you know, I'm headshotting. I got headshot. I got 30 headshots and like 55 kills or something. You know? See, <laughs> like, yeah. No, I, I I learned to set my mouse speed back in the Counter Strike days, so I'm used mm-hmm. to going. Re- you know, there you needed to be able to spin around one 180 degrees really quickly. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm used to that already. Mouse yeah, sensitivity but... 10. Woo. All right. Yeah, we. Well, if you got to flip on your mouse, it makes it easier. Oh well, I didn't. There was no adjustability on the mouse back then. That's that came later. Fine. Yes. Um, anything like else we should talk about Mass Effect 2? Um, enjoying the story, enjoying the characters. I miss some of the characters at Mass Effect 1 I don't have here, but they gave me miss, enough of a callback that I can deal with it. I'm really I interested... I miss the RPG part. I miss the part where I got to pick my equipment. You don't like doing up- up- You can pick my- your armor and your upgrades. No, you cannot pick your armor. Yeah, you can. You can pick what your armor looks like. No, but you get to choose. Like, if you buy a new piece of armor that has a stat, you can choose to wear it. Your armor is completely customizable by piece by piece. And some of them have stats. No. Yes. I've only had upgrades, and they all just magically work. No, you have to put it on. Like, you get to choose which helmet is giving oh, you which... I have to go back to my captain. I yeah. have a helmet? Yeah. You can choose which helmet you're wearing and which whether or not... Like, one of them gives you a headshot bonus. Um, there's one that gives you a negotiation bonus. Well, apparently um, I suck at that part. Yeah, so you should go, go look into that. I to my room and get dressed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I haven't found, though, is a lot of choices for armor. Like, I have not gotten to the point where I have two pieces for each slot. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of slots well, I don't have one piece. I don't have two weapons for each slot yet, either. Well, yeah, I know. I'm still missing some weapons, too. I have I have four. Oh, goodness. Do you have the nuke the, yet? No, I have the collector beam, which I absolutely love. The collector beam's good. The, there's a heavy weapon nuke, which... Oh, my gosh. What? I, I won't tell you what I used it on, but it's it takes a lot of ammo. <laughs> Yeah, I like the collector beam because I used about 20% of my ammo on a boss, and it was like, yeah, you're dead. <laughs> it wasn't even close. Yeah, the the nuke's cool, but you can only use it at 100%, so it's like if you don't have enough ammo, it's basically useless. It's it's like a one-shot deal. Well, you but I, I brought it on. Once at, once you get there, uh, I brought it on the perfect... You, it, it's an upgrade. So... I mean, you know, you know, there, there are two ways to get upgrades. Sometimes they unlock in the research menu, and you got to spend minerals on it. And mm-hmm. the other way is you need to search everything and unlock everything while well, you're you on a mission. Find it on yeah. a mission, you still have to pay for it. Yeah, I know, but you have to find it, and so that involves unlocking every door, unlocking every crate, unlocking everything, and quick See, saving beforehand, so that if you lose it and it t- stays locked forever, which some of them do, you can reload and try, so you don't miss the upgrade, which is really annoying too. I've never. Well, I failed one bypass. Well, I fail the bypasses when I know I can fail it, but I don't seem to fail it when I don't need. Yeah, I, I had one lock crate that I failed on, and <coughs> once I realized that they're starting to put upgrades behind some of those things, I'm I'm quick saving beforehand and quick loading if I fail because it's just not worth missing the upgrades. I was kind of wondering about the uh, 
We're both playing like on PC, by crates? the way, for anybody wondering. Hmm? So, I know the fragile crates. I mean, they don't have anything really important in them, do they? Use I don't. Have ammo? I, I don't know the fra- the ones that blow up on the battlefield. Yeah, I don't know that there's anything there's in a- them. There's there are a lot of them, but I think they're. De- I think it's so that you have cover that you can't trust all the time, and some of them are explosive, so you can blow people up. Yeah, I, 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 but like, did you do the Normandy crash? Um, yes. That and was they hide that the was intense. Yeah. Once, oh yeah. And I was like, yep. wow, that's kind of weird. Where'd that you put the weird. monument? Um, I didn't know I could choose. Yeah, you so walk I, around the whole area, and it says there's like multiple plots where it says press F to place oh, monument. I put it in the first one I found, which was near the front of the ship. That's where I decided it was the best because you can go right into the cockpit. Mm-hmm. It's an ugly looking monument. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no one's gonna go visit. <laughs> yeah, it, it took forever really to do, cool and cool. I actually glitched out. I was walking on top of open air over over a cliff, so mm. it was very hard to get back onto solid ground. I had to glitch the game had... back onto solid ground. It was very strange. I've had a lot of I... glitches in this game. I was chasing Jack, mm-hmm. and you get to that point where. Uh, it goes into this wide room. There's some guys up top in the glass you can shoot at, but you can't break the glass. Yeah. And there's a big giant mech on the bottom. And I just walked forward and fell down into this area and <laughs> oh. couldn't get out of it. Oops. And eventually glitched my shelf onto the railing and then fell back onto where it was supposed to be. Oh, but at I least like you were able to do there. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like Grunt and, and uh, Garrus ran off. <laughs> because they're off killing something and i'm like i'm stuck guys <laughs> help help anybody bring Pull any rope do we have yeah, rope in space does anyone have rope crap so i have to figure out how to glitch my way out ah uh, all right so i think uh we've talked for quite a while so we should probably let you play <laughs> just a little yeah we'll we'll, re- we'll revisit mass effect 2 in the right. future but probably one, not one more for question a while. though yeah better or worse than mass effect 1 Ooh, there's some things that are a lot better and some things that are worse um, I don't know. I'm going with slightly better. I'm thinking better at this point, too. I mean, overall, Just, yes, I do miss having... Like I said, I complained about missing the inventory. And yes, I can swap my guns at all the things, but... I don't like some of the force changes, either. I don't have either. the control, yeah. but I do not like the, well, you're out of inventory, time to burn those really nice items in Omni-Gel. I, yeah, I don't miss that at all. I don't miss that one bit. Yeah. But every time I hack something, I get money. Every time I do this, I just get, I just get money. And we had the rich achievements. We already started out with so much freaking money. Oh, I'm 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 low on money again. I found some upgrades on the planet. So I'm every not. time I go and it's like I walk into a store, it's like you have you know, here's something for seventy five thousand credits. Are you making you have... sure most stores there's something you can do to get a discount too? Are you doing? Oh, that? I'm I am, you know, I'm smacking down every retailer I can find. Ah, I see. <laughs> it gives me more renegade. Why not? Oh, right. Fair enough. I yeah. Every single time, it's red intimidate. Red intimidate. Nice. Oh, here's your discount. I got one. <laughs> I got a double discount. I was like, even better. Double discount. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I got a discount for being renegade, and I got a discount for betraying someone who told me to do something. So. Ooh. Double nice. renegade. Double discount. Nice. And she was mad. She called me a bitch. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just went back to talk to her. She's like, I can't believe it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me. You know how I roll. <laughs> you thought you knew me, but then I died, and now you don't. <laughs> now you don't know me no more. <laughs> Nobody understands me now. Uh, oh, seems a bit so much fun being okay. just evil. All right, so 
I think that's that should wrap us up for this week. Um, thanks, mm-hmm. everyone, for listening and sticking with us with our Mass Effect 2 impressions, if you're still here. Um, I have a feeling a lot of people shut the podcast off a while ago because <laughs> no, <laughs> they haven't played spoiled. through it yet. Um, but if right. you have, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we are probably not going to do another in-depth like this for a while till some other people have beaten the game, at least. Um, I, I don't know what more, yeah. more there is to say. Probably I mean, Mass Effect 3 sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, before then, when everyone goes and do a, a, a run-through of opposite everyone's opposite of what they did this time <laughs> oh we should mention what classes we are oh i am soldier male do you like the changes they did um i wasn't a soldier in the first game so okay so you no, i i don't class. have enough abilities i wish i had more abilities than i did but i I'm at least i can use all the flesh- guns i've got plenty of guns now at least <laughs> yeah i think that's why you picked it so you and i can always ammo. use my teammates abilities at least so that helps too yeah I, that's one thing is like i really want to use jack mm-hmm but Jack's abilities and the Vanguard abilities are pretty much the same. Ah, okay. So it's kind of like, well, maybe I should do someone who doesn't have this ability. <laughs> because both of us firing off Shockwave, you know, yeah, it's kind of fun, but you get someone with shields, you're like, boy, I wish I had Overload. Mm-hmm. But, you know, three pistol shots to the head and they don't have any shields anymore anyway. My pistol is ruthless. But, Fair yeah. Um, so I stuck with Vanguard. Okay. And I'm finally getting enough abilities that I'm comfortable with it. It's not just shooting everything. But really, for me, it's just turning it all about the headshots. It's interesting. My first class in the first game was kind of like half-tech, half-biotic offensive class with no pistol ability. Um, mm-hmm. So it was actually not offensive. It was like, I don't know what it was. It was a weird class, Sentinel. We were a buffer class. And, well, kind of, except I can only buff myself. Um, and now the, the, second, the second game, apparently Sentinel turns into a tank class. Because you get a third layer of shielding, for example. And so that's interesting. And a barrier. <laughs> so it's like you have like all the shielding. Yeah, I miss barrier from Mass Effect 1. I could really use barrier again. Oh, wait, barrier might not... Sentinel might not have barrier. I can't remember. So they may have changed that in Mass Effect 2. Since I well, didn't I've play seen, it, I don't I've know. I've seen enemies have it, so... Uh, well, I, other people have barrier, yes. And I, I know there's some biotic classes that have barrier, but I, I don't know if the Sentinel does. I guess so. But your tech, you have tech armor in addition to your normal shielding, so it's like more armor. Yay. So that's interesting. I I got an upgrade where I could get a second shield that I could activate, mm. mm-hmm. but I would have to turn it off before the first shield would regen. But it could be used like in emergency situations. But I guess it's one of those things where like now I need to go and customize it because I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, and they don't explain that. Okay. I mean, because I did the dress up thing, you know, when you, before you meet the elusive man, and I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm dressed up. I don't ever touch my well, dress you should, up. You thing should get yet. that other shield going. That sounds ha- handy. Another layer of shielding. Most of the time, as soon as my shield drops, I'm undercover. Okay. So I just wait five seconds and then go back to firing. Because remember, I'm doing headshots, so I'm waiting, and then you know, sniping someone's head, and then waiting and sniping someone's. So I'm waiting for them to jump out. You might want it because there's some enemies you can't headshot. So. I haven't found one yet. All right. Well, I mean, there was the one collector guy, but. I didn't really know where his head was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a flying know. thing. I'm like, just die. Uh, I don't know where the time's gone. I think it's time for us to wrap up. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show this week. Um, if you'd like to leave us feedback, email us at podcast at rpgamer.com. You can also email us an MP3 of your audio comments, which we'll play on the air. You can call us at um, a phone number that I always forget. Um, you may have in the thread. I put, it, I put it in the thread, but I can't ever remember what the freaking thing is. Um, uh, and of course, Google Voice doesn't want to load for me now. 
which has the number. All right, you can also leave a message board comment up for us at board.rpgamer.com. Um, we love to go through those. Um, we haven't been getting a lot of responses the past couple weeks. It's like interest yeah, dropped off on message boarding in general. What's what's sad about it? They sad they don't give us our hundred comments every week. I now. know. I, we just got like three or four pages. It's like the show got less popular, but I know our subscription count is higher. So no one wants to. They want to listen, but they don't want to talk to us. Leave a voicemail at six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. All right, thank you very much, and um, we'll play that on the air. If, you know, um, please try to keep them under three minutes. And thank you very much for listening. Um, I'm gonna go prep for some Super Bowl party snacks. I gotta make for tomorrow. Um, you doing Super Bowl stuff tomorrow, Mike? Mm, nothing fancy because I can't really go to a party. But we are having Eric's birthday late tonight. Ah, okay, that sounds fun. Going to Snappy. Snappy Dragon. Yep. Nice. I remember that. That's where she always goes. Oh, is <laughs> like it? I always right. go to Red Lobster. She always goes to Snappy Dragon. That's pretty cool. All right. Well, I will um, see you. Uh... <laughs> Stage gave me the Morden quote. Need to determine how Scalich <laughs> got on board the Normandy. Sexually transmitted disease carried by Varen. Implications unsettling. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That, that was, was like, an awesome wow. one. <laughs> you asked, he's like, no, no one help. And the way he says it is just, oh, yeah. Oh, All right. So Thank you, Stage. All right. So um, that's it. See you next week. Until then, bye, everybody. Bye.